Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm over here typing. Ah! <laughs> no, can... you don't type it. I mean, whatever. <laughs> so. Two can play that game. See, I did not care for that movie. The yes, whole breaking the fourth wall thing over and over. I don't care for that. I thought it was cute. Mm-mm. I actually hate black rom coms. And that was one of the few that I watched a bunch of times, but it wasn't because. <laughs> Like, I didn't give a shit about Vivica's character. I didn't give a shit about the nigga from Eve. I was more entertained by <laughs> Anthony Anderson and Monique. Like, they made the movie for me. They I should go back and hilarious. rewatch it. It was... I used to love all the black rom-coms. I loved them. I Just about all of them. them. Hated them. <laughs> hated them. I've talked a million times. I don't care. Y'all can take whichever form of my black card you want to from me. I don't like them. I hated Brown Sugar. I don't like... Uh, even Deliver Us from Eva? Ooh, lo- no, Deliver Us from Eva was hilarious, but it was terrible. <laughs> but it was really funny. Like, I like the ones that were, like, funny, but, like... Oh, I loved it. Or maybe it was, like, more, ro- like, black drama romance movies with, like, a taste. Because, of- I like, Love and Basketball, mm. yeah. <clears throat> I hate. I just... Blech. And black people get so mad when you say that you don't like Love I and Basketball. But I'm just like, everything about this nigga is so annoying. <laughs> It just, I hated it. I hate it. I'm sorry. I don't care. Yeah, no, so, I get it. Whatever. All right. Well, we're back uh, for another week, ladies and gentlemen. I go by the name uh, Betty Rebel. <laughs> okay. And I will be Wilma Flintstone. Is that and her last this name? This is, yes. Okay. Is Fred Flintstone. Oh, duh. Yes. <laughs> right there. I was thinking Flintstone was the name of the city they lived in, but that was Bedrock. Yes. I loved that movie with Rosie O'Donnell, the live action. I love how you jumped immediately into the live action one. Oh, yeah, because I don't remember an animated movie version of the Flintstones. I'm sure it exists, but I was probably a kid when that came out. Maybe. The live action one I remember vividly. John Goodman. uh, Oh, Halle Berry was in it. Oh, yes. Rick Moranis. (laughs) God, it was a good movie. It was really good. I did enjoy that movie a whole lot. And then Mm -hmm. they did a a sequel with a whole different cast, and it was just I'm not here for that. No. Anyway, so we're back again. Let's jump right into it. This week's Black Excellence uh, go to three black women and Howard grads by the name of Morgan Winbush, Killian Lewis, and Crystal Allen Washington. They, together, have created... God, I wanted to say a hidden figure, but that just sucks so bad. Like, <laughs> anyway, they made an app. It's called House Call. And I am so excited about it. So basically... 
It's like Uber for barbers. Oh, so okay. If you're anything like me, barbershops give you all kinds of anxiety and frowning and side eyes <laughs> take place. Like I just hate the barbershop. I don't care how many. I'm not that nigga. I'm just not. Like I don't. I don't like sitting in their way in. I don't like sitting in a chair. I just everything about the barbershop just get on my nerves. I hate that I have to do it. I talk in my hair sometimes, and I'm like, can you just please stop growing like I just just stay whatever anyway okay. your so, anxiety is bad around the barbershop I hate the barbershop so the point of this app house call again spelled H-A-U-S of course house um Basically, you open the app up, you have like a list of different barbers that are ranked by user, just like a Uber or Postmates or whatever else. And you schedule an appointment. Nice. And they come to your location and cut your hair. Mm -hmm. And the whole transaction, everything is done through the app. Okay. And I am excited because I will probably be using the fuck out of this so that I don't have to leave the house or go and do any other fucking sit down and have niggas in my face with DVDs and, you know, <laughs> saying, trying to speak to my barber in fucking uh, Spanish or whatever so he know what I want and that I have anxiety because I don't know if he knows what the fuck I wanted or what I... It's just... It seems like being in the chair is like being on stage. Like everybody is looking at you and expecting you to participate in the conversation or talking about it's things. It's just that annoying. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> Nothing anyway. about the experience. But these women, um, I read about the story online and basically they had some trouble obviously getting investors because people are looking at them like, who are you black women right. talking about you want to do what? No, that's our shit. Fuck out of here. You don't have enough uh, experience. Yeah. So standard. what uh, was it? Crystal? Crystal Allen Washington went to the Iron Yard. The Iron Yard's a coding academy mm. um, and spent 13 hour days sharpening her skills in the world of coding. Wow. Which, madam. No, girl. <laughs> hats off, mask off, everything off to you, girl. Because, Ain't that it? my God, I tits could never off, like all of it, everything, girl. removable tits, everything's coming off for you. I don't that. spend 13 hours a day doing anything but breathing. Probably. I mean, that's... <laughs> that is it. Um, But yes, now they've got uh, FIN Digital or Fin Digital uh, is supporting them and they have a schedule of a soft launch or for a soft launch uh, in New York and Washington, D.C. in June. And I'm reading there will be a rollout in Atlanta coming in the fall of 2018. Oh, glory. You can go to housecall.com. Oh, thehousecall.com. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can sign up for a beta. You can donate. You can read. You can look at all kinds of cute things. So say, has it launched in New York yet? Because I bet you are just like waiting. June. Oh, okay. So I have just a few months apparently to wait. And then I can go ahead and get my life with this. But that's exciting. It's just kind of like something I have been thinking about for a while, actually, is how can I have an easier haircut yeah. experience since I have to do it so frequently rather than going down to the barbershop and sitting and being aggravated for 45 minutes or whatever. Thank you. And the yes. fact that it was black women, yes. black women who created this app for you niggas. I'm sorry. All right, hold on. Let me take it back. <clears throat> As it says on their website, House Call was created with the quintessential man. 
Oh, it's okay. <laughs> much nicer than you niggas. Yes. <laughs> we wanted to develop a grooming service that encompassed exclusivity, luxury, on the go accessibility and prices he can afford. So the next time hmm. one of you ashy elbow having ass bitches. I love it. Decides that you want to talk some more shit about a black girl. Know that black women are out here doing things for you. Mm-hmm. Like you, this, and you welcome. And paving ways and opening doors simultaneously. You are welcome, but you aren't. Yes. Ooh, put black makeup artists on the app next. Or makeup artists that know how to do black faces. Please, my God. Please. Don't take their idea. <laughs> That's what they're going to do next. I mean, they should. I, you know, just add a separate little tab right. in the House Call app. It ain't got to like be. Like how Uber has Uber Eats. <laughs> yes. Like, basically. Yes, exactly. That. Or you could get, like, an Uber Black or Uber SUV. Exactly. Like, you know, instead of the haircut, I need somebody to come do this face, face or right. get this hair together. Beat call. No, that's excessive. Oh, but that's a good one because you trying. could you could order from each tab and get somebody to come do. I mean, your pedicures, everything. Listen, these are free ideas. Yeah, basically. Those of you who know what you're doing with technology, please just go go right ahead. So, yes, shout out to y'all and make sure that you support them and look out for the app. And shout out to Howard and things, I suppose. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print, or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like mm-hmm. my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show now moving on <laughs> to sick sad world sickest saddest let me see how I've bad is my... it this week all right i'm just gonna okay so that's that's pretty stupid this is hilarious and bad 
Um, this is just kind of funny. Um, that's good news. All right, so we've got one, two, two. Okay. All right. Well, that so, is better than normal. Where should we begin? With the best. Start with the happiest. Okay. The purest news. Beyonce. Of course. Duh. <laughs> I thought this was going to be black excellence. Um, <laughs> that's a great idea. Um, so Beyonce uh, has launched a scholarship program called mm-hmm. Formation Scholars. Um, and this will sponsor four students pursuing their studies in creative arts, music, literature, or African American studies. Mm-hmm. This is here to add this to add to the celebration of the one year anniversary of Lemonade. <laughs> to add, <laughs> let me just say that Mama is essentially telling you that we know that you are celebrating because duh. <laughs> um, so just to give you a little bit more <laughs> spice on top of what you are already sim- like, I know that you're doing. Yeah. We're going to um, enrich some lives. <laughs> this is the Beyonce Stan scholarship. Basically. And y'all are welcome. Formation scholars. I like, what do you do there? I love it. Um, Beyonce Knowles Carter announces the establishment <laughs> of Formation Scholars Awards for the 2017-2018 academic year mm. to encourage and support young women who are unafraid to think outside the box and are bold, creative, conscious, and confident. I really like saying and like a preacher. I don't know. Okay. I'm with it. Um, these scholarships will be available to students of the Berkeley College of Music, Howard, once again. Shout out to y'all. I mean, you're just everywhere. Parsons School of Design and Spellman. So. Four incredibly prestigious places to go to school. Incredibly. And I like how there's two, like, of the most highly acclaimed HBCUs on the list. But then there's also, like, the Bad Bitch School of Design and the Bad Bitch School yes. of Music. <laughs> so even though it might not necessarily be for black girls, it's going to be people who are at least pursuing these degrees yes. or studies that Beyonce laid out as being important. And you have to answer, you have to do an essay right. on, like, how Lemonade changed your life or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you get $25,000, which at these schools is like one semester, but still. From Beyonce. From, it's a $25,000 check from Beyonce, bitch. And then you get to be in like the Formation Scholar Sisterhood, the sorority of Formation Scholars. Mm-mm. I'm jealous that I'm not in school and cannot do Right. That. Like, as much as I hated every second of it, like, <laughs> right, can I no, go back? I despised college. But. Like, what do you do when you have children after this and you're and they act up and are talking about fuck college? You're like, let me tell you something. Not only did I go to school, Beyonce paid for it. Beyonce wrote me a check. And then I gave you birth to you. So what are games. you... My mama didn't get no check from Beyonce. You are literally <laughs> Destiny's child. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. And then Michelle Obama wrote a Facebook, Instagram post. Well, she maybe put it on Facebook, too. But just saying thanks, Beyonce, for always taking care of our girls and being the bad bitch role model that you are and just continuing to shine in these shitty ass days. I just... Because the color of friendship man how how can you not love beyonce seriously how can it's you fairly not? really easy for a lot of people but i don't get it i don't either i love that they have to write how has lemonade inspired your educational goals even better 
you know that you need $25,000. I know that you need $25,000. Yes. So tell me how my incredible work of art this has made you want to do better at piece school. Of music. Yes. Bitch, I have a Peabody. So let's not act like there isn't something to be studied and admired here. Come on. So just let me know how it's inspired you. Also, shop.beyonce.com has yes, lemonade please. merch for you. <laughs> you can get your boy buy mug right here. I spent somebody's entire paycheck on yes, Beyonce's sure did. website. Sure did. <laughs> on two different orders. Because at yes, first I, I was like, oh, I don't need all that. And then I thought about yes, it later. I and did. I was like, I do I actually. I actually do. I actually need the crop top. I need the bomber. And I need I need all the decals. I need that bomber. I didn't think I did. But now I, I really do. do. I have it. I need the nutritional fat. The the one bad bitch serving. Just, I need. Where's the all button? Actually, all of it. <laughs> Add all to cart. Why is it not at the top of the page? Beyonce is paying for y'all scholarships with the money that I just gave her for this merch. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Have at it. Right. I feel like y'all should get. I should get a thank you card from the people who win these scholarships. Right. Thank you, Crystal, for your diligence. At least an invite to a listening party something, or something. Something. The next bad bitch trip to Dave & Buster's oh, after the tour or something. Man. Whatever they do. I just want to be invited, man, to the next visual or the baby shower. Literally anything. Literally anything. You know she's going to have a baby shower somewhere like real regular and fun. Oh, I thought you meant like at home. I'm like, yeah, I could see Beyonce being like, just come over. No, like when she does something like, you know, where like Julius is there and mm-hmm. like oh, and she rents out all a Chuck the Cheese. stylists are there <laughs> and like everybody who does her face or shoes or any kind of yeah. the dancers come like those mm-hmm. types of things. Yeah. She's going to like rent out like a cheesecake factory <laughs> and make them change the sign to Bee's Cake Factory. Oh, well, I'm already and in. Be like, like, and I will. And eat nothing. Just come. <laughs> she's going to show up and be like, Are y'all having a good time? This is the one for y'all. I can't have salt or nothing. Y'all see a bitch of swamp. I, I can't this. have anything. But I heard you broke people eat uh, Buffalo Blast. So, text me. There's a 78 page menu here. So, I'm whatever sure you can find right. something you like. Take this Bible size menu and just whatever it is, I'm paying. Oh, and who will be forward rolling into the kitchen trying to put on a, a uniform and blend into the background is me. That <laughs> is I would be the right. bitch trying to find a Until Blue factory. stopped that, that car with her foot. Like, like um, Hold on just a second, So sis. exactly who the hell are you? Because I'm going through the security book. You know, you know Blue Ivy made them send headshots of every server Absolutely. in advance because she don't play them games. She's right. like, not today, yeah. sweetheart. Mm. Mm. I don't. You try. I, I actually, I admire the effort right. because clearly you went through a lot. Like you look just like these other girls. You really Bravo, risked it all. You, did. you really did. I mean, you and I don't it. blame you. We are who we are. But you have t minus ten seconds to get off of the property. You need to get the fuck out of me and my mama's face before right. one of these bodyguards has to remove you. And, and I just you, don't want to see that happen to you. You don't want to be a fan. on the blogs tomorrow. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, please, Beyonce. I just want to be. I don't know, girl. Just near you. I'll sit in the parking lot. For real. Um, Speaking of baby magic, Serena Williams uh, revealed that her pregnancy announcement was apparently an accident. (laughs) 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 While talking to Miss Gail King, she basically said that she was... uh, like tracking the progression of the pregnancy. Yeah. And taking a little belly shot. Doing what many people do, which is going to 
uh, go into Snapchat, take a quick selfie, and then save it and delete it or whatever. Right. And I guess she says that she pressed the wrong button, and not too long later, she had a million phone calls and missed text messages. Like, so girl, what are you doing? What's <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> like twenty what? Yeah. Which I just want to say one more time that this woman annihilated the girls while pregnant. Yes, with a fetus inside her. And I saw some some news organization the other day talking about is it possible that being pregnant gave Serena an I advantage? I saw that too. Like, are y'all serious? Is it possible that she is just unstoppable and you girls could never? That sounds a lot more like it. Is it possible that even a pregnancy would not stop her from beating your natural Man, ass? Man, especially the first few Maybe months where a it. lot of people are like just can't even sit up straight because they're vomiting all the time. Here goes Serena like... Oh, just another Grand Slam. No I saw deal. somebody tweet that uh, Serena's baby is already better than Sharapova. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm I just, searching for the faucet. I agree. And I don't see it. So, so <laughs> you girls can come up with whatever hate and ass excuses you want to. Serena Williams is the greatest athlete right. alive and of our time. And it just is what it and is. And probably of all time. Probably of <laughs> ever. Maybe like so. I mean, I'm hard pressed to think of anybody with more dominance. Unless there was just some Egyptian black bad bitch <laughs> who was out there lifting pyramids. <laughs> and we don't and they know never about her. her down. I'm right. I'm sorry that that happened before we started recording history. Right. But, <laughs> but as of what we've got. This, this bitch is it. So. Serena. No princess. <laughs> right. It'd be like, oh, maybe, you know, this parasite inside of Serena taking all of her energy and sleep. That's and what made her. <laughs> made her so much better. She has been better than y'all. It would be different if she had never won. Right. All, and of, all a of a sudden, she, sudden won she was pregnant. pregnant. No, it's more like had she not been pregnant, she probably would have beat y'all worse. It's more like nothing will get in the way of her. <laughs> and nothing. said like, "Oh, baby, I'm so excited to to share that my number one status with you." Was so great. <laughs> like it was so great. I just love her. I, She's I just everything. Love man. her. She is everything. My God. Me and my baby are number one, and it's your daddy's birthday. So, oh. happy birthday to him. Right. Because he has me and you. Uh, there you go. <laughs> That's all he needs, anyway. And Serena Williams' baby will undoubtedly be friends with the twins. Right. So, because they got to be due within six months of each other. They got to be. So, like, this is going to be amazing. They're going to be squad goals. <sighs> it's like seeing Blue Ivy and Titan, those Easter pictures. He is... How perfect... So cute. Is that baby. I remember Kelly saying when she was here, you know, like, she can't help but buy the adorable clothes and all that stuff because she's just, like, <laughs> the most perfect child and he is so cute. Oh. Just, I looked at those pictures and was like, if you don't look at little Beyonce and Kelly... <laughs> <laughs> They looked like a little tiny yes. Beyonce and Kelly Blue with the writings on the really wall braids. Oh, and I was man. like, I just love it. Ah, oh, Blue Ivy and then braids with the beads, nigga. That was me. I was just like, that is yes. just such black girl. Young that is just so black girl. Princess. Oh, Lord. The first time they press Blue Ivy's hair, <laughs> the internet is going to lose it. Her Shut first recital or something when she has pressed. Mouth. <laughs> And a little lip gloss. Oh, niggas is gonna go nuts. I can't even fathom. I can't. Um, when she smacks them in the face with that hair like Rapunzel. Yes. Like, this is just for one night this only. Is just... I just decided. Mama said we don't do this all the time, right. so you know. Uh, uh, I want blue ivy. I just want to be blue ivy, actually. Just trading places. 
So, um, the internet did something very odd uh, that could be something magical. Uh, they took a photo of Rihanna and Lupita sitting side by side at a fashion show. I think it was Paris Fashion Week or something a few years ago, something like that. And made a comment, Rihanna looks like she scams rich white men and Lupita (laughs) is the computer smart best friend that helps plan the scams. Next thing you know... Lupita retweets it and says, I'm down if you are, Rihanna. Rihanna retweets and says, I'm in Pete's. <laughs> so cute. Um, It was late. Oh, well, it was suggested that Issa Rae right. write the script. And Ava DuVernay. And Ava DuVernay direct. The fact that Rihanna Issa. mentioned Issa, like, just kind yeah. of, like, she just knows who Issa is. Like, Issa tweeted <laughs> a gif of a cat. <laughs> Like, cause they were like, next up is just Issa Rae, right and she tweeted a a gif of a cap like violently tapping yes. away at this typing MacBook. furiously, and that is when Rihanna retweeted her and said, "It's a possibility." Ah, uh, Issa, oh my god, bitch! Rihanna knows who you are. Oh my god, bitch! Ah, you have made it. Um, apparently Ava was at like a a panel recently. Uh, with Questlove and some folk. I'm not 100% sure what they were discussing, but in a clip of it, she basically expressed interest in the project. So we may get Mm-mm. an action comedy starring I Rihanna wait. and Lupita. Some kind of scamming man. Yeah, some kind of criminal heist type movie. The, like the, a buddy criminal. The kind of scripts that white boys always get. Yes. This is going to be written by Issa Rae. So you already know it's going to be funny. And directed by Ava DuVernay, so you know it's going to look like crisp goat milk oh, man. on top of a hill. Who is going to do the styling in this movie? Bruh, Lupita and Rihanna, two of the easiest Fashion and most fascinating goddesses. bodies. <laughs> right. like, like, you can literally put Rihanna in anything. Anything. Any fucking thing. That bitch wore a giant, poofy pink. That dress, do you remember that fucking crazy dress with the pink skirt? And it was like different layers of yes. just massive pink. It would have looked off. Anybody else would have looked like Barbie threw up on them. And Rihanna somehow pulled off that absolutely insane dress. At Coachella, when she had on that head-to-toe sparkly-ass bodysuit body suit. with the Gucci <laughs> yes. like tank. I, I think that the bodysuit was Gucci. And then like she had on that like tank with them How cut do you off look shorts right. and some regular and the glasses sunglasses and that bob like, wig. And she's just, and I'm just like, anybody else would have wore this and I'd have been like, bitch, what, what are, are you, you, why are you trying so hard? You wanted to look like a disco ball? Right. Like, but Rihanna just looks like, and I'm like, look, <laughs> fashion, <laughs> you fashion. both could never. <laughs> like, I don't. Oh God, she looks so good. And then Lupita's just, what, we don't even have to get started. Like, I mean, she's just any color, any shape, face, right? any silhouette. Everything. Uh, just uh, looks like just the promo shots for the film alone. Yeah. <laughs> Please My just God. put me in the mood. I will be the the hotel clerk who is like working the desk when they come to check in Issa, for their stay. <laughs> Please. Issa, I really want to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Issa, you know I wouldn't even do this normally, I but just, like I really want to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have a line. I'll be the guy who like 
give somebody in a, a bagel in the in the coffee shop. I don't right. even I'll like be off camera. <laughs> I just want to be on set. <laughs> just, you ain't even got to put me in the movie. Like if you want to give me lines, that's great too. But I just. I if really, I could I just really be, be somewhere in the presence, like if, just let me be on the list, on the call list. If Black Twitter can push shit into the fucking universe and make it happen, then I'm doing the same black ass thing. I want to be in the Rihanna Lupita scam movie. It started on Tumblr, actually, but yeah. Oh, perfect. So, so there you go. Um, I know one of these girls is going to ask That's got to happen. An executive producer cut or whatever. I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, because you know Tumblr don't play that intellectual property and whose ideas was these right. and all <laughs> just go ahead and figure out where it started i don't do whatever y'all have to do pay the people you need to happen. pay but make this happen I yes want it yes and i want to be in it i really do <laughs> i really just saying i you know, really sounds like really do so if you could i think it's all shit from here damn uh, i was having a good time like this has been so positive and nice black girl magic but i mean more funny than like really bad. Like it's all kind of just silly. Okay. So it's no more like somebody beat somebody's ass in a club or no. Okay. All right. So um first of all, one of Nicki Minaj's old friends uh slash group or bandmates from when she was in a group Hood Stars with Safari. Uh his name is Seven Up. And he did a <laughs> With a sorry, sorry, of an S. no, sorry. I was just thinking of heads down, thumbs up. I was too. <laughs> First thing it. I thought of. Anyway, so he did an interview with Vlad TV where he talked about back in the day. Um, there was a situation where he robbed someone, and Nikki was his getaway driver because she is a G. And like detailed it and okay. how it all went down and. You know, how mm-hmm. she was, like, basically sold, told him to hurry up while he scouted for his mark. Yeah. He went and did what he had to do. And she peeled off on that ass and they got away. Okay. So, I just had questions. Because, first of all, I'm very confused as to why you would <laughs> tell people this on the internet. This was apparently, like, well over a decade ago. And yeah, Ray, why Ray, bring Ray. this up? But still, why... Tell people of about a crime you committed <laughs> on like you're implicating yourself right now on the internet, <laughs> you know. And then what's even more confusing is that you'd bring somebody else in it who more than likely would <laughs> never want for you to say this <laughs> on the internet. Um, more than likely or without else. her permission. It's just kind of like, why would you tell on yourself? And her. her. Like, what? I don't get that either. Is he mad at her? Are they still friends? No, I mean, I wouldn't think so. He spoke about her. He was speaking about her in, like, a positive light, but saying, you <laughs> That's know. That's my nigga. She helped me get I, away from a home invasion once. He wants to his story at, at, at this point. Got it. Okay. But, you know, basically. So you ready to make some money off my name? Or, because this is just like, I mean, first of all, who doesn't think Nicki Minaj would do something like that? Especially 10 shocked. years ago, right? right? That's, I mean... This is, depending this on the crime you about to commit, I might be your getaway driver. Just depending on what it is you about to do. He said 2004. Yeah, like, don't. So, this was a while ago. Yeah. Young, wild. 
her in the hood before Fendi and all of the type of shit. I'm not surprised that she was behind the wheel when you was doing your hood shit. It's not shocking. It's just confusing to me why you would do that when you know that she's in a completely different place now and has this huge brand. Um... Right. I just don't like. I don't. I, talking about yourself committing a crime <laughs> is confusing enough to me, but I just didn't. No, I don't either. Unless you just really want people to pay attention to you that bad. But even still, it's just like I don't know, niggas. Seem like this would just be the sort of thing you would keep to yourself or put it in your memoirs. So Why don't you give that away for free online. If you thought for a moment that Nicki Minaj is not about it, about it. <laughs> Did she even respond to this or did she just leave it alone? No, and I'm sure she never will. I just thought that it was a completely ridiculous thing to say because A, nobody is surprised by that. And B, why would you want to tell yourself (laughs) and somebody else who's not even sitting by you? Like, more than likely. Like, just let Nikki sit over with these awful songs she's been putting out lately and just let that be that. Aren't they bad? Oh, man. That track she's on with Party Next Door and, um,. Who is that? It's not even her song. It's them white people's song. But Major Lazer. Oh, yes. I don't put sugar in my spaghetti sauce. I love that song. <laughs> it's so bad. I love that it song. It is so bad. I Ugh. love everything except... I like on her verse where she starts speaking in Patois because she's actually really good at it. And I would assume it's because mm. she dated Safari and he's Jamaican and that was like a long-ass relationship. So her accent is know. good? Because I mean, the fact that she knows not to pronounce the H at the beginning of a word is impressive. Um, because most people who just try to, you know, speak Jamaican, oh, no. as they would call it, they don't know little things. Like, it's just, it's pretty, it's pretty well done. Okay. And I just like, that's the thing about Nicki Minaj that makes her, or that has made her successful in my eyes, is that she makes... She's just got like a... Isn't she from Trinidad or where is Nikki from originally? But Foxy Brown is also from Trinidad and she used to do the exact same thing. But Mm. she dated Spraga Benz or one of them other niggas from Jamaica. So I don't really know where it comes from. I have no idea. But all I know is that that part on the song just kind of made me... Mm. I was like, oh, that's cute. So that's that's your your personal bias. Cause I that song is awful, friend. I'm sorry. It's it's really bad. I don't know what it is. Mm, And I also kind of like... No, I was gonna say I like party next door. I like his writing. I mean, he wrote work, so okay. I can't take that away from him. Yeah. Either way, um, yeah. Next time you start thinking about Nicki Minaj, know that she does. Did you watch the No Frauds video? I started the No Frauds video, and then I just got really bored. When did you stop? Uh, I want to say twenty-five or thirty seconds in. So you didn't see Rashid Ali? No, I did. Bitch, what? Is that what we're doing now? Riley. <laughs> oh, God. Now I have to look it up. Ugh. So, first of all, the video is way better than the song. Like, my. So she wasn't lying when she song. said it was the best video she's ever done. She said that? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I saw her, her walking videos. in. Mm, yeah, this is. I was bored immediately. I'm trying to think of her other videos. Um, I would say it's definitely up there. It just it it looks really expensive. She looks really pretty. Um, Degenerous queen. That part was really stupid. <laughs> and she's done that a million times. Yeah. You've done the and now you got Ellen before. doing like, it. Like, it's just so like leave Ellen out of this. Anyway, I just thought that the video looked really nice. It does. Uh, who shot this? It's gorgeous. Um. Oh God, I think Benny Boom. Okay. It does, and I recognize all this stuff in London. 
from the couple of times we've been there. I just couldn't take the fact that they sh- threw Rashida Ali in there for 2.5 seconds and she was by her whole ass self. I mean, like, what just is in the a point hallway, of <laughs> Looking like she was working the door of the club, literally. It was just, it was so okay. abysmal. And it's confusing to me because she was been, she was on, um, Instagram like oh like she released a, a she does look a nice. press release okay but not an iOS one like a, <laughs> a real, real one? to whom it may concern oh, okay and was giving the girls like you know Remy and I haven't been friends since Love and Hip Hop and we remember and what the fuck did she say oh it's like we're not enemies we just haven't spoken in a while and me and Nicki Minaj have been friends you are in the video right. that is disrespecting this like you don't right. like her and it's okay you can say that yes what, what does anybody go do to we you? watched y'all fall out on TV so it's not like you need to come back and try to like lie about it like we know you don't fuck with her so you being in the video that is like a response to the diss track is clearly like you being on Nikki's side or whatever and that's fine you can do that you're a grown ass lady right like what's the point of this you just want to sell some more shoes or grow like your clientele and that's fine like you know what I'm saying cause she's using her just like Nikki is using her right, right back you know the, what I'm saying the three seconds Nikki put you in this video I mean that's gonna be that it's not like Nikki is putting you on the song now that would be something it's not like I mean it's a are you getting paid for this or it doesn't matter anyway the video looked great but yeah it did the wrong. you know I skipped around through it because like I didn't how really you care, released that looks nice. three songs and we're still here like so so what else girl what are you gonna do now like, <laughs> three uh and I would say you know do some more features but I hate that major laser song I hate oh my god I hate her verse I would have loved it so much better if she wasn't on the song but I don't the reason I tolerate it is because I know it's going to get to that part when she starts speaking of that's what. I just think it's cute. I anyway. don't put sugar in my spaghetti sauce. Makes me I mad. Asked, I asked the internet, it makes what me does mad. that mean? So- I don't know. What does that mean? All that means is that you buy your spaghetti sauce in a jar and that you don't make it yourself because anybody who makes it from scratch puts fucking sugar in it. Well, somebody told me that it means that you aren't it's like slang, I guess. Oh, it doesn't mean it doesn't have anything to do with spaghetti. I guess not, because I asked. I was like, okay, what the fuck? I said, first of all, what does sugar and spaghetti sauce have to do with anything? Like, I wouldn't put sugar in my spaghetti sauce either. But that's yeah. because I was thinking about like spaghetti sauce you buy in the store. You right. But, but then people are like, oh no, it means that you're not fake or that you don't. You're not shady. I don't know. Some dumb shit. I don't really remember. Let me look on Urban Dictionary. You know, young people. It was just like... Oh, no, this says pregnancy. Okay, never mind. She's not pregnant? No, I don't think that's it. That doesn't make sense. Whatever. I uh, totally understand that part infuriating you because it's really stupid. And why is that there? It's not... (laughs) I don't know. It's just... uh, And sugar goes in spaghetti sauce. I mean, yeah, when you make your There's own. sugar in every... Right. And I'm not saying I know niggas love to fix spaghetti and then just dump sugar on top. I'm not talking about that, honestly. Ugh. <laughs> like, there are people like, who that's what like I sweet thought. sauce, which Yuck. is insane. Uh. You just need a little sugar to balance out the incredible acidity of the tomatoes. Like, And I feel like everybody knows that. So what is the purpose of that lyric? I don't get it either. I don't like it. But I like it. It ruins the entire song. Anyhow, so... I mean, good luck with life. I mean, yeah, whatever comes next. I would love for you to put out, like, a good song. That would be nice. Uh, So, Lala Anthony, our 
Vasquez. Vasquez. Okay. Vasquez. I remember before she got married. Uh, Is apparently producing a reality show starring Bernice. Oh, no. Is it Burgess? Burgos? Burgess? You know, I just fucked up Lala's name. I'm going to call her Bernice B because I actually don't care to figure out how you say it. Alani. That's a beautiful name. Who? Lala's real name is Alani. Oh, that is really pretty. That's so cute. Alani Nicole. (laughs) Every black woman's middle name is Nicole. I mean, isn't that not hard to find? (laughs) Um, So apparently the show will be called Gold Diggers. (sighs) G-O-A-L. Because I haven't seen that before. And it will be about (laughs) former video vixens and strippers transitioning out of the game and getting their lives as entrepreneurs and working girls. Okay. Is this everybody's t-shirt lines and... You know it mint is. swim. You and- know it is. And the timing <laughs> of this is hilarious. But at the same time, I just don't need it. I don't... I don't care. Like... Isn't this the Instagram version of Basketball Wives? Basically. Like, this is just... I used to be a party girl and I slept with all the rappers. But now I'm trying to launch my own shoe boutique all it will be is a bunch of really really pretty women with huge butts yeah talking their way out around an nda mm-hmm. or some other kind of documentation yes. that a rapper or athlete has made them, made sign, them sign to make sure they keep their eyes so they're going to be like you know i once dated a guy who was part of young money but <laughs> you know he wasn't this one guy he was the lighter skinned guy and he has tattoos and his hair is usually like <laughs> he was on bedrock like everybody on young money was right on like doing all, trying to give you all these little clues <laughs> all <and> the vagueness <laughs> bullshit to try and let you know that they're linked to whoever right and then they will argue with each other and they will talk about their hairline their mm-hmm. t-shirt line yep. their shoe uh oh, i thought you meant their literal hairline like bitch your wig ain't even blended don't talk to me till you upgrade that, that as wig, well bitch. your actual hairline in your line of bundles for sale <laughs> both and i just don't oh, care man. like at some point you know what i will save that rant for the end of the show okay but I don't need to see this. And I don't want to sound misogynistic, but I just don't care about the everyday going on or life of the Instagram girl. Get your money. I'm not hating on nobody's hustle. I don't care who you let fuck you. I don't care how many of them you let fuck you. And I don't Mm -hmm. care what you get in return for it. Do you. I just don't care about a reality show following your life. I'm not interested in that. And I feel like we have enough. Right, because what are y'all going to do other than argue over niggas that you probably have in common as far as sex is concerned? (laughs) Right. Y'all would probably all fuck these same men. And I would rather watch women who are building something that is not based on their relationship with a nigga. Like, I would rather watch those women do something. But if you get pregnant or, you know, some other come up, then go, like, congratulations. I will apply for you. I don't want to watch this. I know that I won't. You're going to need somebody bigger than Bernice for me to tune in. Sorry. I just don't care about it mm-hmm. at all and I don't understand I mean Lala get your money you know what I'm saying Lala is trying to play so the, she's executive producing or she's gonna be the shiny I guess she well she's executive producing well I think Shawnee well, Shawnee is, is too but, but, so I mean, she is the shiny not Shawnee because I don't think she'll be on it oh okay so uh, that's the way to go that. hello <laughs> does Shawnee be like 
I'm here to have lunch with this white girl so that when I introduce her in the next right. scene, y'all won't wonder who the fuck this exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> and let's be honest, so Shani has very clearly not known what the fuck she was doing since the beginning <laughs> of Basketball Wives. Like, at all. Mm-mm. You did Basketball Wives in Miami and you were acting like you wanted to be a part of it, but then you didn't want to be a part of it. And right. then that shit fell apart and then they did L.A. She was pissed about L.A. when it first came out and now you on it. Right. <laughs> like, and brought all these other girls. Like, it's just... And and even now, like all she does is is show up and have conversations about. Oh man, I can't believe Jackie did something crazy, which is something like we literally right. say this and every then look episode. over at Tammy and be like thoughts, <laughs> right. and that's it. And Tammy willing to go off for no reason. Like, Tammy willing to argue over nothing. Like, are you really mad that Evelyn might have fucked this nigga eleven years ago when y'all were in the middle of a divorce? What? Who gives a shit? I don't believe that she and that woman are even upset at each other or whatever. Storyline. Like it was like, <laughs> Evelyn's coming back because I asked her to, because I really wanted for this new season to pop off and I hate all these other bitches. Mm-hmm. And she said yes. And, we and it's not to like Evelyn out. didn't have something else to do. She wasn't under any other contract. Hello? So I watched the Super trailer and halfway in, Tammy and Evelyn are sitting right at the same table with Shawnee talking shit about somebody else. So they clearly are going to be cool at some point in the season and then shift the beef over somewhere else. Like, whatever, please, good riddance. I'm tired. (laughs) And I have no idea why Jackie Christie is still on that show because she's a horrible She is there to be crazy. She is there to be nuts. That daughter, Chantal, Chantal just had this baby. And putting all the colorism stuff aside and how she don't take care of the dark-skinned daughter and clearly prioritizes this other one like just the way she was being so annoying like two weeks after this girl had this baby i would have been like no I'm, i can't live with you i cannot move into a house me and not, my newborn cannot do that She's i gotta so go gross. to yugoslavia with my man <laughs> and then she just says stupid things like oh he plays in the ukraine have you seen pictures of the ukraine bitch what the, what <laughs> shut up jacqueline shut the fuck Shut up. What was she mad at Evelyn for? It was nothing. It was something. Oh, for, for uh, paying. The, donating that money to the baby. I'm mad that you donated grandson. that money because my daughter didn't need it. And you should have known that. You should have asked me. Well, if your daughter didn't need it. Then why was she? Then why did she create a GoFundMe asking for it? Asking. Like, how are you mad that your daughter asked for money and I gave it? Like, how... Now, Evelyn could have just clicked the little anonymous box on that donation and all of this would have been avoided, but (laughs) you clearly wanted something to talk about. And so I see that. But like, how are you mad at me because she set up a a GoFundMe? Like, you need to be mad at yourself. Be mad at yourself that your daughter felt like she could not come to you. Why is that the case, Jackie? Why is it that your daughter felt like she could not hit you up? And had to turn to social media instead. Why haven't you addressed all of the other things that she said about you? Right. Calling her favorite in this child. Right. And talking Favoring about the her light skin, skin color one. where she right. had to go and hide in the fucking bathroom to eat a piece of candy and you right. trying to make her throw up. Why haven't you talked about any mm-hmm. of that? Jackie Christie is disgusting. She's a mess. And I'm no sure that's why Chantal's boyfriend is as light as he is. Because that boy is about see-through. Oh, Jesus. Um... I'm a traditional mother and I want to see my daughter married. Shut the married. fuck up. There ain't nothing traditional about you. The, I mean, the tradition went right out the window. Tradition. When she got pregnant. So why are you still pressed? Like, them getting married now don't make them any less, like, married after the baby. So, oh, gosh, she's dumb. Um, Living in a world without got to be real is hard, but... Especially these days. 
Not when you get news like this. <laughs> Apparently, Aretha Franklin uh, had some words for our good old Auntie Dionne Warwick. Again, I love every second of this. This is real. <laughs> so, <laughs> got to be real. Got to be. Um, was it five years ago that Winnie died? My God. Oh, wow. Damn. At her funeral, um, Dionne Warwick mentioned something about Aretha Franklin not being there and referred to her as uh, Whitney's godmother. So. Uh, in a phone interview with, I think, the Associated Press? I'm not sure. But... Aretha Franklin referred to the situation and Dionne Warwick and said, she blatantly lied on me, fully well knowing what she was doing. And she said she saw her last week at the Tribeca Film Festival, uh, or the premiere of Clive Davis, The Soundtrack of Our Lives, which I don't even think I heard of. Right. <clears throat> but uh, she said, <laughs> Dionne tried to speak to her backstage. This is Aretha Franklin's quote. She said, give me a hug. I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> you couldn't be serious. <laughs> um, when asked if she wanted an apology from Warwick, she said, I don't care about her apology at this point. It isn't about an apology. It's about libel. We've never been friends, and I don't think that Dionne has ever liked me. So. Confirming everything we already thought. Absolutely. But the fact that she sent a fax. <laughs> How can you not love these old people, these elders, like, these elders? Right. This is life, nigga. <laughs> like what? The fact that, and I absolutely see this happening too. Do you remember when, oh God, where was she singing? The fact that both of y'all have fax machines. Like the fact that you sent one, but the fact that she received it. Right. <laughs> like, Who like it was faxes? nothing. I love it. Um, this is life. Do you remember when she? I feel like they were singing at the White House or something. But Aretha Franklin came out. Oh, of course you do. It was in Got to Be Real when she came out and um and Patty was head. standing by her and like went to go like hug her or shake her hand oh. and she like moved her. <laughs> yes. Like, don't, don't don't you even look. We don't do Don't that. talk mm -hmm. over here. Don't. To, you know mm -mm. I don't feature you. Bitch. Oh yes. This is just. <laughs> I'm so sorry Man. to Patty LaHale. Because I know people have been bothering her nonstop. And I don't want to be one of them. Time. <laughs> it's just, I can't help but think about that. I can't, right. Like, I'm apologizing because I know everybody else is getting on your nerves. And also because secretly, I really want you to do something with this. Like, I would never ask. But I just, <laughs> deep down, I want her to release something <laughs> acknowledging this mess. I'm going to be quiet because okay. I'm not even, you yeah. know, I can't, I don't want to pressure her. Right. But just know what I will say. If you do. <laughs> oh, that's not what oh. I was going to say is let this be a testament to the greatness of what you created. Yes. Forever and always. When every moment that these women start <laughs> acting a fool in real life and people enter your mentions aggravating you your ass for hours or days or whatever. Woo. Just know that you created a fucking monster. That's <laughs> yes. why. Because all I could think of when I watched this or when I read this earlier today was how great of an episode this would be. And then I had to go back and watch a bunch of them yeah. and laugh and get high and watch them again and laugh some more. Now, this is who needs a reality TV deal. Oh, my goodness. This is who really Dion and Aretha and Miss Patty. Ryan Murphy, that's what you should have been doing Woo! rather than this this feud that's out now 
with a was it Betty Davis and that other white lady. I want to see next season of Feud. Aretha Franklin feud versus Dionne Warren. Is that a show? I haven't heard of it. Yeah, it's a Ryan Murphy show. It's about um, did I say Betty Davis? What the fuck? Which is white the, uh, women. the name of somebody I feel like died a long Wire time ago. Wirehanger. Wirehanger. Betty and Joan. Yes, Joan Crawford. Oh, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis. Okay, so yes, it is. But it was when they did that movie. Um, Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yes. So the movie, I mean, the show is based on them. Oh, and that. them falling out. Because oh. they have like an infamous feud. Oh, bitch, Jessica Lange and Susan Sarandon is in this? Yeah, you didn't hear about this? What? No. It's How probably over it by out? now. I think it's been on for a little oh, while. Okay, well, that just means I can find it on demand and watch all of it. No, what? It premiered March 5th. Yeah, so it's been on for a couple of weeks. Okay. Oh, Wow. But I was like, that is such a, a white gay creation. Oh, okay. like, I was like, I am not surprised that Ryan Murphy is making a show about this. And the second season is about Princess Diana and Prince Charles. Really? Yes. That's what the Wikipedia says. Well, FX season three. It, it even started. Aretha versus Dion. Yes. <laughs> Although maybe this white man don't need to be telling our black legend you know stories. What? You are a whole fast. <laughs> he needs to. <laughs> I take it back. If Ryan Murphy does it, he needs to call Patty LaHale and That's be right. like, I need you to be a creative consultant and, the face. and executive producer. The face of. <laughs> yes. like, Ryan Murphy need to put out ads with Patty LaHale saying, right. I have co signed this. <laughs> this is my creation. It is safe to watch Negroes. I have done this. <laughs> yes. Got this. Give her the platform. So yes, this is what I want to see. This is dope. Okay, what a dope idea. I mean, I I guess just another excuse to watch Jessica Lange on TV, mostly, right? But Lange. other than that, Lange. Lange. I always say Lange just because it looks like that to me. Okay. Stanley Tucci, Alfred Molina. Wow. I mean, the girls are signing up for Ryan. I shows. See, yeah, I see. Okay. So they must make bread. But no, I way, have to. I have to catch up on this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a chance. But that Princess Diana one sounds really interesting. It does. Well, anyways, that's just about it for the uh, six sad world portion of this uh, episode. Okey-doke. I was going to discuss Jesse Williams, but no need to celebrate. You know, bad news, sadness. Yeah, I mean, sadness. It's. The divorce part is sad. I mean, I just feel, felt like you would personally be feeling so. See, I don't know. No? I, Jesse Williams is just admirable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be, ooh. Like, I don't feel like, oh, I want, I don't feel that way about Jesse Williams. <laughs> I just feel like when I see him, I just, because he's so, like, smart and, yeah. like, woke and then handsome as well. Right, on top and of And then it. has, like, a sense of humor. He's just, like... Mm-hmm. And the black wife on top of that made me like him more. Right. So, so he's it's like, sad. hot. Right. But I'm not, like, ooh, yes. My First of all, I'm a full man. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I play on here because it's fun. But then past that, I'm just kind of, like, like... We just learned about this divorce. Yeah. And it sounds like it's not a great time for either one of them. Right. It sounds, it's like it's going to be messy. I know there's rumors about a white girl, which that's really going to be. That's going to shake the table depending <sighs> on how that goes. I mean, because on the one hand, I feel like Serena taught me that it's okay to consider white people in a romantic <laughs> setting. Because of Serena, I feel open to the idea. Sure. But it would have to be like the wokest white boy of all time. That's the only problem. And you see, like, I would date a white guy, but I rarely 
come in contact with the type of white guy I would date. Right. Most of them, I feel like I would spend so much of the relationship correcting his ass, telling him, okay, don't say yeah. this. Please do not <laughs> do that. Or don't tell me what I can or can't say. That is not okay. Like, I would just be <laughs> annoyed having to, like, teach Constantly you teach you things. and correct you. Like, it would have to be a white boy who was like, I already know about how black women are marginalized in society, and I'm here to right. hold you down, boo. <laughs> but then, at the same time, you can't do too much of that. Right. It's you like still have to balance. know your place as a white man and acknowledge your privilege. Don't come trying to grow dreadlocks. And, we sensitive, but it's down. your fault. Like, it's, we didn't do it to us. Right. We just come out this way. White people would just have to walk such a fine line with me that I don't think it's, it might not physically be possible for a white person to be with me. It I'm, might not. All the white boys that I'm like, mm, I would date you have all been heterosexual. Okay. The ones that I've met, and it's mm-hmm. been a like few of them. The ones I like always end up being like make America great again. But then I also have to think that you're attractive. Right. It's that just... was my problem with Chris Pratt, because I feel like Chris Pratt is so fine. Chris Pratt is so fine to me. Okay. But then he the other day he was like, oh, I just feel like there's not enough representation for blue collar, redneck, white people. And I feel like <laughs> right before Guardians like of the Galaxy 2. You have too. so Jesus. many redneck white boy movies that you've been in. Like you get to be that person. Like you are so rich. And this is like what you do. What? White boys. If they would just be fine and shut up, man. <laughs> but anyway, I forgot but then, what the point on was. On top of that, I also just really love black men. So But black men are annoying in their own ways. Yes, they are, but most well, all of them. But the ones who are attracted <laughs> to women are far worse. That's like, true. We have they our are own far set worse. of problems yes. in our community. Yes. But y'all over there At least queer black men are not homophobic. Usually. Some of them have some internalized homophobia. Speak but for the most part, you don't it. have to worry about that. With black men, it's like Lord, do I have to teach you about sexism and misogyny and homophobia and transphobia and colorism? And then, and then what if he not woke on top of that? You're like, oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, this is. I might as well be with a white boy. I'm doing all this. I'm telling you, like, oh, but I just yeah. hope that I'm living in the the age where we can just build an android, just like, <laughs> hey. I'll just have a robot for a life partner. It's fine. Humans are complicated and garbage. He asks, not only can I turn him off, he asks (laughs) if I would, if I would like it, if he would be off. Like he considers how I feel. He's like, would you like for me to just, uh, I could just go in the corner and and charge myself. It's fine. Like, I don't. Because you look like maybe you need a moment. Yes. Or just a boyfriend you could turn on whenever you was ready to interact with him. Like, "Mm, am I lonely tonight? Not really. You and make, you make just... it hard. <laughs> make life hard. Oh, but yeah, that's sad news for Jesse Williams and his wife. I hope uh, things work out, I guess. Never good news when a marriage falls apart. At least if you go your separate ways that you can do it in the most, you know, peaceful, yeah. kind way. Yes. And without the public la. all in your business. So. Right. That's yes. got to be the worst. Because that's got to make it worse. All right. So let's take a break and we'll come back for some more bullshit. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. We're back, and it's time for listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. Hmm. We got uh, some emails from white people last week about the guacamole and Kelly Kapowski's guacamole. Saying what? Uh, Well, first of all, it was like a lot of it was like, I'm sorry, white people are this way, which thank you. I accept your apology. Uh, But one of them said that she she ordered that same guacamole. She said Kelly stole the recipe. From a vegetarian anti-inflammatory restaurant, which I have, I mean, I'm not surprised it exists because it sounds like something white people would do, but she said it was good. It comes with pink grapefruit, cilantro, roasted poblano, sunflower seeds. I don't care. (laughs) It sounds wretched. As I said last week, I don't, I don't care if it is good or not. I think that guacamole is fine. And it's better than fine the way that it is. And yeah. it just doesn't, that's unnecessary. Smashed up avocado is just good all by itself. So, all right. Our first question this oh, week. Oh, I'm sorry. I did want to mention that somebody did tell me that a lot of times these people aren't the ones that come up with this. Mm-hmm. It's the producers and people at the show who give them the recipe and tell them to Well, you do don't it. get to play me like that. And I don't, <laughs> I'm so sorry that I didn't say your name, person who DM'd this or whatever to me, but... 
They said most of the people on these cooking shows can't even cook. She said she I can't worked tell. in reality. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> That's how she knows. I was like, thank you for telling me something that makes sense. Yeah, because so. what is her? Valerie Bertinelli. I can't believe she has a cooking show. That's a lot of people you can say that about. Oh, my God. Her, I watched this. God bless that lady. I watched her roast a turkey with, like, I think one tablespoon of salt on it. Right. <laughs> she was like, this is good. I know exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I've seen. Oh, this my. I know exactly. Ass, bitch, do you know how much salt you need on a fucking turkey? A whole bird, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, I know that shit is dry and nasty. No. And when you think about it, you so watch many of these shows, cook. they just go through, like, little step-by-step, and then they pull the done, like, the finished right. meal out of the oven. Right. So. They have a prep version that they walk you through, and then they have a finished version, but, like, your prep looked bad, and then your finished looks. <laughs> if the bird, if the skin ain't covered in spices and shit, like, why? I'm not Ooh, eating that. I don't want it. I have had good dark... Anyway. So, thanks so much for that, uh, white woman, your anti-inflammatory guacamole. <laughs> I guess. I appreciate your perspective, but I don't. Yeah, no, we're still not going to do that. Uh, Our first letter this week comes from Lana, who says, I just adopted. (laughs) No, that's a fake name. This person goes to Georgetown. She said, I just adopted a spaniel puppy. I always wanted my own dog and I'm over the moon that I was able to adopt him. But he has so much energy and he is absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Everything he's doing is in line with the things that puppies usually do, like biting everything and shitting all over my house. Mm -hmm. But I can't help but wonder when things will start to mellow out. There's so much information on the Internet, but I want to know what actually works and when to expect results. Kid Fury, what training techniques do you use for Link? I would really, really love tips on house training and puppy biting. I am in love with her Instagram. She's my Shiro. Thanks, Lana. First of all, Link's let's just Instagram. go over the fact that the doll already has over 9,000 followers. <laughs> what? <laughs> on Instagram. She's currently sitting at 9168. I cannot. I'm so proud of her. She's an icon. Um, Basically. Link the baddest. She's horrible. She's really, uh, really, really energetic. Uh, she'll spend 26 hours a day running back and forth <laughs> to me with a tennis ball for me to throw. <laughs> and then she doesn't never gets bored. care if I am still having fun or not. It's just, I am not finished. <laughs> throw the... The bitch will literally... It doesn't matter if I am, like, cooking. She'll sit outside of the kitchen because she knows she ain't allowed she ain't in that allowed, bitch. right. And she will have the ball right in front of her and she'll just sit there and look at it. <laughs> like, And she won't move. Waiting on you. She just stares at the ball like, <laughs> you are going to come over here and you're going to throw this ball. Kick it, do whatever, so that I may fetch it and just bring it back and you will do it again. Um, she has an attitude and I love her. But uh, as far as training her, I guess it would de- it depends on what it is you want to train her to do i guess not shitting all over the place and biting everything well so what i did uh for her is i first of all i got pads for my bathroom the puppy pads uh so when i'm not at home if she because she's a small dog Mm -hmm. so her bladder is like the size of my pinky fingernail she just has to go so I got her the pads for uh, when I'm not in the house or whatever. So she knows to use those because I assume that most dogs, like the pads have 
a scent or whatever in them that dogs mm. will know to go there, I guess. I just I remember really them being to. very clutch when you were out of town a few times and I went over there to just check up on her. Yeah. The fact that all you have to do is pick that up and put it in a bag and throw it away and then right. put down a fresh one is like exactly. so easy. Um, but what I started doing with her uh, is I would feed her and I'll take her out. Since her, again, organs are small, she usually will go really quick. So I'll take her out a few minutes after I feed her, walk around with her. She loves that stuff. And then she'll go. And so she kind of gets accustomed to... Some people will suggest, like, you'll feed the dog in the crate, I think, and then you'll take them... Like, the first thing you do after you take them out of the crate is take them right outside. Mm -hmm. My dog, ever since she was a puppy, is like... I am not going on lockdown. Whatever you think that you, I'm over that lifestyle, okay, we won't be doing any of that. So I just got her to the point where she expects to go out and run after free. She eats, or if that's not the case, she's like, "All right, well, that pad better be in the bathroom because I'm going." Right. Um. And so that kind of did you I take guess, her somewhere? PetSmart? Not PetSmart, but maybe take her somewhere for them to like train her and stuff. No, no, because. You did Honestly, I was terrified of how she would act because she's just that or what she was. She's actually a lot better now, I'm assuming, because she's getting older. Right. But she, she would just be out. like, <gasps> like all of the time. And I'm just like, there's no sense in taking her somewhere to get trained if she's going to run five laps around the entire building and jump on everybody and then piss and then jump on someone. Like, I was just like, I'm going to try and figure it out on my own. Yeah. Plus, I wanted that. Like, I like the responsibility that it comes along with having to take care of the dog and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I just decided I wasn't yeah. trying to do it for myself. But she's actually really smart. Like, she knows when she does bad things. She knows She doesn't well. stop her. But it doesn't she... stop her. She doesn't care. But she's aware. She just tries to do them when I am not around. <laughs> <laughs> so, she'll just be like, he's not in there. Okay, cool. Like, I'm going to go fuck with this shit. In terms of biting, um... You have to, well, the more you play with, I don't know, maybe this isn't, it might depend on the breed, but she would chew less when, like, the more you play with her, basically. Okay, so she chews out of boredom. Yeah, she chews because she's bored. At first, I thought it was spite, but it's, (laughs) it could be, right? I really don't know. (laughs) But... You know, like, if I take her out, like, if I take her up on the roof or I go take her to the park or whatever, she run around for an hour or play, you know, with the ball with her. Like, she's just kind of like, all right, well, the rest of the day is going to be dedicated to naps. And then um, <laughs> I'll let you know when I'm ready to play some more. <laughs> so, but another thing I could suggest is you, tr- uh, there's a a spray that I use. Um, it's, like, bitter. And I will spray oh. it on little things that I know she likes to chew. To make so, it nasty. To make it taste nasty so she won't fuck with it. Because one thing she would do is chew, like, the cushion covers. Yeah. Like, the little... She chews the zippers and buttons off of everything. Everything. <laughs> and so I would spray that shit down on, like, little things like my cushions and stuff. Because she'll wait for me to go into the room. And when I come back out, the cushions and shit all over the floor. <laughs> and as soon as she sees my face... She looks up. She with- looks at the corner of her eye like like Tyga did in that picture when he got <laughs> caught with that light skin girl the other day. She'd be looking at me like, um, um, it, it was a ghost. Were you? I didn't. It, uh, I kind of didn't think you was going to be right back. Let me think a of a lot real quick. Um, I'm going to just go sit over here. <laughs> so, dead ass every single time. She's just like, 
I cannot. I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't here. So, yeah, it's little yeah. things. Just I, honestly, everything I'm, I've done with her so far, I've learned through looking it up, Google, asking people online and stuff. But I think that through them growing up a little, they kind of learn to act a little, little yeah. bit different. Because she's definitely, she's better in the car. She's better with people. All that stuff. So, <laughs> Not that she was ever bad, but she never like bit anybody or anything. She would just always jump all over everybody and just act like she ain't got no goddamn home training. Right. I mean, and I remember you going through all that with that puppy. So it was like, I had so many this moments is where I was such like, a... I don't want you anymore. <laughs> you are so I much. Just, and... I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I think I'm going to get a cat, even though we talked about how awful cats they are. They suck. I mean, I think I realized that cats, cats and I, we probably suck in the same ways. <laughs> we both are kind of like, Probably you know, the same. You t- <laughs> but that's why I don't need you. You do you and I'll do me. That's not a pet though. Like what is the point of having a pet? Because because them. I don't I don't want to play with you. I want somebody to just be there. <laughs> like I just want the cat to be there. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> you start with one and then next thing you know you have to I know. <laughs> I, know. I feel like that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's a slippery slope. Oh god. But <laughs> I feel like you, you know. You have a cat on your shirt right now. <laughs> like oh, oh god. This is a panther. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a tabby cat alrighty I think I am gonna get one though cause I feel like I'm at a place now where me and a cat could really get along I already hate it I, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I already know we're not gonna get along I just feel like we're gonna get along you know you do you and some I'm cats are super friendly and, I mean I don't even know that I need to be super and you're facing fears since <laughs> you said cat beat your ass a cat did beat my ass in my youth. And so, and so I feel like part of this is, you know, I I don't want to get it declawed. I feel like that's kind of no, inhumane. Right. Yeah, it's a terrible thing to do to a yes. cat. But then also, if you scratch me, I, I have to put you out of my house. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. You know, we'll see. It may work out and it may not. They're way more self-sufficient than dogs are. Yeah. Cats are like, with or without you, I'm going to eat, <laughs> I'm going to be clean, and I'm going to be married, bitch. <laughs> So. Have you ever smoked cigarettes? Somebody asked us about no. advice on quitting smoking, but I'm not sure. I just smoke blacks, but I never smoke cigarettes. Oh Lord, every hood nigga smoke blacks. I mean, I mean, every nigga period, like it's niggas a staple just, of niggadom. Was you smoking the the wine ones or just the regulars? All right, so when I started smoking blacks, I would smoke wine because I was, you know, young and I thought that I was just cute and cool and everything. Fake but classy. afterwards, I was like, this is this is like a I don't know. I it felt. Bougetto. Like, it just felt like, <laughs> just smoke a regular fucking black or a clove or something. Yeah. But after a while, I realized that I really should have been smoking weed. And I stopped. Okay. <laughs> I smoked the regular blacks. They're really just whatever niggas had around because I was scared of weed for a while. Right. But as far as quitting tobacco, for me, I found that, like, just doing it cold turkey was what ultimately ended up being the best as far as like long time effectiveness. And it took maybe a couple of months. I went through it. Like I got really sick a couple of times and wanted cigarettes so bad that it was like, 
I'd strangle anybody in front of me right now for a cigarette. But cold turkey, and then the fact that I moved to New York and cigarettes went from like six dollars a pack to like thirteen dollars a pack. Yes, like I vividly. You remember when I quit talking about this? I do because you. I remember you coming up here and being like, "Bitch, how much a pack of cigarettes cost out here?" I remember like yes, it was crazy, and so that helped a lot. So maybe move somewhere where they're not cost effective because that helped immensely it, that pro- I'm not yeah. even surprised I mean and the fact that you have to move around New York it's such a physical city like you don't get to just be lazy you're constantly walking up and down stairs and right. everywhere and it was just harder to breathe when I was smoking so let's I, see if it, I've always thought that cigarettes smell te- like just disgust I hate the smell of cigarettes Man. and that's probably what's kept me from smoking them to the point where I've never understood how someone could smoke cigarettes because you would smell like that right ugh and I've never, like, the smell of blacks don't bother me. In fact, I think that they smell good. Obviously, I love the smell of weed, but cigarettes disgust me. Yeah, yeah. No, now that I've quit, it's like being around them is so gross to me. And I just can't really do it. But back then, <laughs> baby, it was nothing like cigarette and a coffee to start your day. Oh, or a cigarette and drink at the club. Lord, or but you can't even death. smoke in the clubs no more. Mm, that's Woo, what you think. That's my, I'm going to be so old telling my kid, in my day, right. you could go to the nightclub <laughs> with a bottle in your purse <laughs> and shit. a pack of Marlboro Lights. I have a feeling your kids are going to bring all of that <laughs> shit back and more. Oh, you know what? And that would be, anyway, just my fate in life. Our next question comes from Kimberly, who says, I'm a 24-year-old single parent of twin boys. I have a male friend who is 31 and he's been living with me for about a year. He moved in after he lost his job and it's honestly helped our friendship. We've grown, we've grown closer and I see him as a big brother and a great male figure for my boys. We met at my first nursing job back in 2014. My friend is a true grown man and when he wasn't working, he made sure my boys were taken care of and the house was always clean. Oh. Once he started working, he immediately began to pitch in on the bills. Our issue is that no one seems to believe us when we say that we're just friends. His bedroom is on the first level and mine is upstairs. My mother makes plenty of jokes and hints, even asking me, is he a friend with benefits? Which is when I had to tell her that she was crossing the line. (laughs) I expect ignorance so people's opinion doesn't bother me. But I also don't mind letting people come over to see how we interact, especially men that I'm interested in dating. My questions are, do you guys believe in platonic friendships would you date someone who lives with someone else? And when is your next live show in Chicago? Girl, <laughs> I didn't see that part. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, well, I don't know about the live show in Chicago, but uh, do you believe in platonic friendships? Would you date someone who lives with someone else? Um, I'm assuming that you mean uh, like heterosexual ones. Well, I think that goes for anybody. Platonic friendships can exist. You know, regardless of sexual orientation or gender or anything else. So, uh, like, would you date somebody that I'm attracted to who's living with somebody who like, would you date a gay man who is living with another gay man? But it's like a platonic type of setup. I have. Like, well, I don't. Oh, okay. So you don't have no kind of. Maybe that is a straight thing to be like. Uh, I don't want to date no girl who's living with a nigga. Or... Yeah, it's different. Like, like essentially, you're just asking me, have I dated somebody with a roommate? But like a roommate who is of the same, I guess, sexual orientation as they are, or is yeah. that usually different? 
I don't Have know. Have I ever dated first... a guy who has a gay person who lives with him who's his friend? Right. Yes. But are you ever worried that like, oh, they might be sleeping together because they live in the same house and they're both gay and they're both attractive? Look, I'm at a stage in my life where I don't, I'm not concerned myself with that type of shit. I'm mm-hmm. so good alone. I'm it's like, I'm That's a great so place to be in. good a loan so if you give me a reason to not be with you anymore you're giving me a reason to be single and alone and I don't have a problem with that Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to be stressing myself or losing sleep over you living with somebody who to other people could be you know somebody that that y'all might fuck around with Hmm. right like I'm just not going to you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it and if you're not going to do it great if you are going to do it peace yeah. I just don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's almost like, you know, well, if, am I going to be stalking your emails or looking at whose pictures you're liking or am I going to be doing It's just like, it's right. about whether or not do I trust you, basically. Now, in terms of like your family and everybody else, this is just a situation that seems to happen more more with men and women. I think people are less likely to believe that a straight man can live with a woman and not want to sleep with her or at least be trying to. And that says a whole lot about straight men. It does. Because I'm thinking about lesbians. And for the most part, I mean, there are some. We have our players. Talk truth, Mariah. I mean, we do. I love to talk truth. (laughs) Women who like other women, (laughs) we have our our dogs and our hoes and all that. But when you find... Two women who are in like a committed relationship, it's like they literally cannot see anybody but that other woman. So I don't feel like I would be as worried about it if I was dating a woman. But if I was dating a man who had a female roommate and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we never fucked or nothing. I think I would be like, mm, not sure I believe you. Because like, there's so many people in New York City who, first of all, everybody here has a roommate. So if you like, oh, I don't date people right. who live with somebody else, you're probably not going to date anybody <laughs> yeah. because that happens. But then also I know people who break up and end up having to just basically stay in the same apartment because they under this lease and neither one of them can afford, you know, to move out. And I feel That's like that would be an too. awkward situation and I probably just wouldn't want to be bothered with that. Like maybe you should date once you are out of the home of somebody you used to be intimately involved with. Yes. Yeah. I think this, you have I to take don't. this on a straight man by straight man basis. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to say that I don't believe that a straight man and woman can have a platonic relationship because I don't believe that. I do think that there are loads of, of guys that have girlfriends mm-hmm. that they just see as a friend and vice versa. Um, but if you. Even if you've, there are people who have been friends with someone for like 14, 15 years and you always cool. And then one day it's like, hmm, never thought about such and such. I don't know. Like if you, she says she has a boyfriend. So I guess that's the struggle, like the main struggle there. Because mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned with everybody else, I'll just be like, mind your damn business. The answer is no. And even if it were yes, so like, <laughs> what are you going to do about right. it? Right. But the only person it would really affect, I guess, is your man. And your man's going to just have to trust you, girl. Like, if you don't have, if you don't have any inappropriate interactions with this guy and you know that you don't, then mm-hmm. I've, 
all you can do is live, girl. Right. And he's a great guy, a good friend. He's putting in on these bills. Like, you have no reason to do yeah. anything differently. So. Maybe you, may, I feel like if you lived in New York, people would look at this less crazy than if Probably. you live in like Dallas or something. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yes. Because in New York, nobody is surprised that you have one, two, three, four, five roommates. Bitch, if you date somebody and they live by themselves, you're like, Ooh. wait a minute, where did I find this diamond? And you're single? <laughs> Don't don't play with my heart. Don't let me see your apartment. <laughs> like it's just you. It's so nobody else lives here. Are you serious? Yeah, scam right. <laughs> right. What do you do? Right. So <laughs> or is this rent controlled? Yes. Because what's going on? Because you know it is. What's going on? Something's. I not need right. to either know what you do or did you inherit this apartment from your auntie? Because look, I don't need to know lie. too much. Plausible deniability. <laughs> Um, okay, so, so yeah, yeah. just keep trucking, I guess. Our last question comes from Marie, and looks like Marie is reading the shit out of me in this email, so let's get into it. It says, in your segment on Gilbert Arenas this week, and talking about his comments about Lupedia, Lupedia, <laughs> Lupita, <laughs> you she's t- an encyclopedia. <laughs> and the fact that Rihanna calls her Pete's, oh, that's so cute. Like, Frank God, goals. that's so cute. Like, right? Is she saved in her phone? It's like Pete's. They probably send each other gifts. I want to like, read Rihanna's iMessages. Okay, they're probably just like, they send memes of each other to each other. Right. Uh, anyway. <sighs> Uh, where was I? Oh, in talking about his comments about Lupita, you tear down the mother of his child. Why? She has nothing to do with what he said. Then you said something to the effect of there will always be a white or light skinned bird waiting to make him feel better who would tear down dark skinned women. That's just because humans are shitty. There are more than likely brown skinned girls who would also say shitty things about girls, period, and still try to get with him. This comes after last week. Listen, she has been taking notes, okay? You better. <laughs> when you had a comment on light-skinned people running off to Jack and Jill and holding hands talking about how hard they have Oh, life. now let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this is two weeks running where you've had a shady comment towards light-skinned girls for no reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All of this comes on the heels of Lovey's comments about light-skinned and biracial activists overcompensating for their lack of melanin. And Jamila, I'm assuming that's Jamila Lemieux, comments about her being happy there were no light-skinned women in the Black Panther cast. I'm also interested in why you two didn't mention either one of those stories. Oh, my God. But do you guys not read your friends or people who you might be close to? Girl, first of all. Anyway, we're not done. Yes, I understand how people treat brown and darker-skinned black women, and it's not right or fair. However, I find it disheartening that young women with huge platforms can be so cavalierly shitty to the feelings of sisters who are light-skinned and still black and haven't done anything and are part of their audience. And that's where Marie ends her email. Um, All I will say is that I didn't know about either one of those things that she just mentioned. Mm -hmm. I don't care Mm -hmm. about either one of those things that she just mentioned. Mm -hmm. That's real. And I just wanted to um, say that for the record. I mean, so the lovey situation, I feel and like... these sherry berries are fucking... The I sherry mean, berries are delicious. God, like, no, like in real life. <laughs> no, they're... Sorry. No, but for real, my mama is getting some. And I don't care if she's on a diet or not. Like, you're getting these fucking berries, I'm girl. on a fucking diet. <laughs> and they're good. Um, So the lovey situation, I feel like eventually she saw the error in what she was talking about. And that boiled down to, you know... 
stay in your lane as far as what it is you know to be true and what it is you talk about and the things you do. And then also let's not reply in general terms to a very specific situation since you needed my official opinion on that. Uh, and Jamila's comments about being happy there were no light-skinned women in the Black Panther cast, I thought were perfect because I am also happy there are no light-skinned women in the Black <laughs> Panther cast. And I don't really see why y'all are mad at that. Like, anytime there's Black representation, it's almost always the very light-skinned, possibly biracial, loose curls cascading down her face. Like, it's always that Black representation. So the fact that this cast is full of dark-skinned people, yes, I'm very glad about it. And maybe y'all don't like hearing that from a light-skinned person. Maybe it sounds like, oh, who are you? To, But I mean, I guess that's light-skinned people being mad at each other, and that's not my lot in life, so I'm staying out of that. But yes, I, I thought that was fantastic. Like, praise God there are no light-skinned people in this movie. It's a fucking Black Panther movie. So yeah, I'm glad that that is the case. As far as me being shady towards light-skinned people for no reason. Can I just say <sighs> that we have heard a form of this like one million times I feel like since we've started doing this show. Like, I don't know what y'all don't get by at this point. I, I mean, know. so maybe it's just difficult for y'all to understand or accept that light skin privilege is really a thing. But like, seriously, colorism works in your benefit. And there are so many studies and there's so much proof to back this up. This isn't my opinion on like, lived experiences or, or anything else. I'm not dark-skinned or light-skinned, so I feel like I'm looking at this from a fairly objective point of view. And it just is the case that light-skinned people are more readily accepted into the dominant white society. They're more likely to have good jobs, less likely to be convicted of crimes. They're going to have shorter sentences if they do go to jail than dark-skinned people. Like, there's all this proof that dark-skinned people routinely face real discrimination, and yet y'all are mad because I said Lupita, Lupita is prettier than Gilbert Arenas' baby mama. That is just true. I mean, she is. If they were both dark-skinned, if they were both light-skinned, Lupita's face is still prettier than... What is her name? It don't I even matter. Laura somebody? Laura yeah, Laura. Who? It don't matter. Like, Lupita is still prettier than her. I'm just talking about the way her face is arranged like she's just cuter <laughs> than that girl it is what it is and there will always be a light-skinned or white woman coming around to tell that dark-skinned black man that he it's okay for him to shit on black women or those girls aren't really as pretty because that happens all the time and yes when other brown-skinned people do it it is internalizing that same hatred that the rest of society has towards these people but i'm talking about when light-skinned or white people do it because y'all are the ones running into this dark-skinned man trying to make him feel like his comments about dark-skinned women are appropriate or okay. That's just fucked up. And if you have a problem with me pointing that out, then, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, girl, because I've never, I'm not, I don't hate light-skinned people. Y'all, y'all, y'all holding hands and running off to be part of Jack and Jill. Is that really, like, is that the meanest thing somebody's ever said about you? Because I feel like that's nothing compared to Tar Baby or... African booty scratcher or spirit checker making fun of somebody's hair texture or like the deepness of their skin. Like because I grew up hearing plenty of that shit and also sitting right next to loads and loads of light skinned boys and girls and hearing them talk, hearing adults, teachers, yes, grown ups, yes, among other students talking about how cute they are, how pretty they are, how gorgeous they are. Yes. And hearing people call me and other dark skinned kids names and it was just like it was nothing. Right. And I don't have any form of an issue with light skinned people. I recognize that as ignorance. But at some point, y'all have to just start accepting that some of the 
the things that people say are like real they come from real places they come from real experiences and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you and some things are just fucking jokes like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like right. we like oh like when we talk about we'll joke about light skinned people being sensitive all of the time because it's just funny and light, <laughs> light skinned people with a sense most people who realize this is a comedy show laugh at it and then we'll have the one person at a live show or something who will stand up talking about well why you guys are always talking about how light skinned people are so sensitive you seem real sensitive like and, asking and that question up and that's a real sensitive question the point I mean I'm sorry that you feel like young women with huge platforms are so cavalierly shitty to the feelings of light skinned women and I hope that your privilege and the fact that you are desired over every other black woman <laughs> in society keeps you warm at night Am I really supposed to like cry for you, girl? I don't even cry for me. And I'm regular ass brown. Like, I'm worried about the most marginalized people. If you get your feelings hurt, I'm sorry, but you face no repercussions in society. I mean, you do. You have your issues as a black woman. I'm never going to take that away from you. But being light skinned makes shit easier for you than it does for dark skinned people. And that's why I don't really feel bad about small throwaway comments or jokes about light skinned people because y'all will be all right. So that's how I feel about that. Hopefully that deads the entire why do you talk about light-skinned people conversation permanently like no i don't understand why y'all can't just i don't i don't get how y'all are ignoring what is reality here like really like dark-skinned people have actual problems and you mad because somebody said you're in jack and jill oh no oh no did you pledge aka really are you a, are you oppressed <laughs> like jack and jill is full of light-skinned people are you mad because it's real like and they marry each other like oh there are whole segments of of the black population the the upper class the ones who were allowed to make it you know the the examples that white people will hold up as black people who did something with themselves and yes they do tend to be exclusive in that way they create their own little neighborhoods and their own social circles and they introduce their kids to families of people that they think are just as good as they are and i'm not saying that's all y'all but that's still who makes up the majority of these exclusive social clubs and everything else so am i really supposed to feel bad for saying that girl bye some no. people are just very you know sensitive and you strike a certain nerve that they relate to <sighs> well i mean things you know whatever but girl please while you are in your your light skin feelings about whatever you may have heard on this show don't start making assumptions about what anybody's intentions over here are because you will have yourself sounding really goofy because as i said again i didn't Lord. know anything about any of what you were talking about and i don't care about those comments because they have nothing to do with me so right. i mean i don't participate in internet draggings and all that anymore anyway just because that's not where i am anymore with my social media life, but if you wanted us to address something, you could have just said that instead of just being like, uh, well, why so do you hate you light-skinned people? It's been weeks. Don't talk about <laughs> your, the things your friends do and like, say, whatever. Like, I don't know what you think this is. You're making a whole lot like, of right. really, uh, crazy assumptions. You don't really seem to know right. so, anything about what you're talking about. But if, if y'all you, could just not... <laughs> don't like it you're absolutely free to say that you don't like it you're also free to not listen to this show i mean um, i just hope that i understand that acknowledging privilege can be hard and it can be you know maybe you don't want to see it or maybe you just want to be like well i'm black and so black is all that matters yeah black is what matters but your shade matters too unfortunately and some of you through no fault or luck or anything that you did you just happen to be born in that shade and so I'm just really hoping that you can learn to acknowledge the privilege that you have and maybe not take these things 
to heart the way that you do because it's just not I just don't want to have to come on here all of the time and try and explain I'm, I won't be doing where that. I'm coming from like I'm not gonna do it I think that most people who listen to this show can probably tell when I'm joking and when I'm dead ass serious well she had a list now. of the things I've done so I was like let me acknowledge this young lady because she's keeping track so I think you should probably oh, be girl. able to tell what I like what I don't like how I feel about things or whatever and if you you know take something I say to heart when it's very clearly a joke, that's fine. Like, I can't... I'm not going to be wasting time trying to make sure that I don't offend every little person over every little thing. It's impossible. This whole show is offensive. So, (laughs) it's just... You know what I'm saying? I Neither one of us Either it works for you or it doesn't. We don't hate light-skinned people. We don't... You know, we're not completely ignorant to the fact that light-skinned people are black people. If you want us to, like, acknowledge your particular oppression, girl what no because that doesn't exist like it's not oh my god life is so hard for the light skins won't somebody please pay attention to the light skins like your life is hard because you're black not because you're light skinned so sit with that internalize that (laughs) send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com and we'll be back all right so we're back it's time for the read it is do you have one this week uh sort of do you want me to go first? Or? Sure. Okay. So this week, Shea Moisture released a commercial. I knew it. On Twitter. I'm, I'm assuming it went across all social. Yeah. Yeah. It did. And in this commercial, Shea Moisture features at the beginning, you know, the typical. Actually, you know how I was just talking about how whenever there's black representation, it's always somebody who looks like she could be mixed yeah. and she has loose curls. So yes. this girl... Is very light-skinned with long, loose, curly hair. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about how she's been teased her whole life and people threw balls in her hair. And sometimes she would just turn around and see little pieces of of paper in her hair and it was sad. And then there's this big graphic that says, hair hate is real. And then we go to a montage of different white women. And they are looking kind of sad and forlorn. One of them is like, my hair was pinned straight and people made fun of me because I never got any bounce. And another girl was like, I was a redhead and I had to, I felt like I had to dye my hair blonde just to be accepted by society. Shea moisture. (laughs) Shea fucking moisture put out a commercial that is all about loving your hair and being on your hair journey and everybody deals with hair hate but you don't have to because Shea Moisture is here to to take care of your curls and coils and they put one kind of black person in it you don't see anybody darker than a paper bag till the last four seconds of the ad and this person isn't isn't even really featured it's just kind of like a Brady Bunch type setup Mm -hmm. and she's in the middle of it so a few things first of all I stopped fucking with Shea Moisture a couple years ago when I was using my favorite, the Jamaican Black Castor Oil line. It was always everything. Like, loved it so much. But then all of a sudden, I started washing my hair and I noticed my hair would feel like stringy or like straw. Like, instead of feeling right nourished, it felt like nothing had happened or somebody had just put a bunch of bullshit on it. Right. And so I asked around on the internet, did some Googles and found out that they had changed the formula of it and they had sold a giant portion of their share to this marketing company. So you know what that means. They're going to take Shea Moisture, this black cult classic with all these different scents and and mix-ups and all this different stuff that black girls love, something for every black girl, and we're about to try to make it Uh, as big as we possibly can. And so that means, first of all, cutting down on costs 
And if that means we if that means we change the formula and put in maybe some cheaper ingredients or, you know, if we put in something that maybe is a little bit more palpable for white girls, then we'll lower the cost on it. We'll get more money and then we can change our advertising by bringing white girls in. So they put out a commercial a while ago talking about we don't need to be on the ethnic aisle. Hair, Our hair care is hair care and we should be included with everybody else. And there was a white woman looking at Shea Moisture in, you know, the regular hair care aisles. Now, I don't know a single black woman with black hair who really needs our shit to be mixed in with the Garnier fruit teas and all the rest of that. <laughs> I don't really need it because actually knowing that there's a nigger shelf where all of my products are makes it that much easier for, for me to, to just go in. And go. <laughs> I don't mind the separate but equal in the hair care section. It's actually totally fine. But I started looking at Shea Moisture crazy then because I said this is something wicked this way comes. Yep. And here, here is the wicked. Shea Moisture. Now, you can't lie to me about the origins of Shea Moisture because, first of all, I was here. Right. I remember when them hoes started. And secondly, there was a period of time three, four years ago that you could not go to a black event in New York City that was not sponsored by Shea Moisture, especially a black girl event. I went to so many brunches and launch parties and the same old... Every day, the people who are always supporting black stuff, Allstate, Chevrolet, Coca-Cola, <laughs> and Shea Moisture, always with a check and a table for, full of samples and some pretty brown or black girl telling you about all the different products. I was there when Shea Moisture was building the brand up and reaching out to people like me to spread the word about it. And I loved the products, so I had no problem doing that. Shea Moisture at that time was something that really was great for my hair, and it I just loved it. It was like, all I have to do is use your conditioners and your leave-ins and your souffles and all your bullshit. And my hair just looks fantastic. So, yeah, I will gladly spread the word about that. What y'all did is what so many of these other companies do, which is build up your loyalty with black women who you know have. I think black women outspend every other group on hair care products or something like that. So. You built up this massive, loyal black audience, and then you slowly started changing Pulling shit. It back. Right. Yep. You slowly started shitting on the people who built you up to where you are right now so that you could get to a place where white girls could get in a, be in a commercial talking about their fucking hair journey. <laughs> now, of everything that made me mad in this ad, <laughs> hearing this white bitch talk about her hair journey. <laughs> Her hair journey, my nigga. Ah, <laughs> oh, the absurdity. Let me tell you something. We don't call natural hair. Like, there's no natural hair movement just because, you know, women need to be proud of their real hair. Like, that is a thing. But it is very specific to black women and not just women or even women of color, which is what y'all love to throw in there instead of just saying black. Mm. Y'all love to be like, oh, well, women of color face specific. No, bitch. Black women of all ethnicities face specific issues with our hair. These white Latinas don't have my problems. These this white girl crying about how she had to bleach her fucking hair? Bitch, are you kidding? I don't give a fuck 
that your hair journey included you realizing that shampooing every other day was stripping your hair. And so shampooing three times a week made it so much better Did for you. Did your mother untangle your hair when you were a baby? Did you have to sit down with a comb and a cup of water and a fucking jug of grease or, or pink weep. lotion? Because I was tender-headed on top of tender-headed with thick hair. And just cry. Nobody wanted to do my hair. Like, first of all, it's thick as shit. I can't even get through it. And secondly, you got the nerve to cry. Hold your fucking head up. Like, (laughs) black girls have been through something specific with our hair, especially in America. And and we have these, it is one of the things that brings us together, even if your texture, I mean, obviously you have different experiences if your texture is looser versus kinkier or tighter or whatever else, but just the the experience of the shop and being in a beauty shop and how that's probably a lot like y'all in the barbershop and just going all day and smelling perms <laughs> knowing right. you're going to go home smelling like perm even if you didn't get one right. and, and just like it's that and it's figuring out what works on your natural hair once you do decide to go natural and the the backlash you face that from co-workers even getting to the point of feeling like yeah I can go natural because a lot of people still feel like natural hair is not for me and that's because the media glorifies these people with these light skinned loose ass curls instead of showing women who are dark skinned or have kinkier or coilier hair and like showing them yes your natural hair is also beautiful bitch we all know that the girls with Alicia Keys hair have beautiful hair because they are constantly held up as the ideal for beautiful natural hair like Let's see some ads with people who don't have that texture. So, I forgot. What was I talking about? Shea Moisture. Yes, Shea Moisture. And how that commercial was full of shit. But, like, so the hair journey, right. The journey of even deciding that you are going to go natural is so big for most of us. Because most of us were taught that we needed perms or weave or whatever else in order to be okay. Like, nigga, I see, like, real-ass diaries. Yes. Like, day 34, here I am learning (laughs) something new about my hair I've had my whole life. Yes, I've tried seven different, not going through the product junkie phase where you try everybody's stuff and try to figure out what works for you and oh I need to figure out my porosity how to get my dreads to look like let me go on friends website (laughs) like Francesca always doing curls and shit in her hair let me figure out how to do that like it's it's real work for us learning what what is going to be good for our hair and then you know, you you get to the point where you have to present that at work and and people make comments about your hair or feel like they can touch Touch it. it It's so much shit that black girls go through just to have the hair that God gave us. And you want to throw some white bitches in here on some false equivalency. <laughs> Everybody has a hair journey and we should all love ourselves type of bullshit. Bitch, what the was, fuck are you talking about? It never shined as bright as the other girls. <laughs> so that made me mad enough. And I tweeted shame when, like I said, normally I try to stay out of shit like that. But I tweeted them like, you know, y'all really fucked up on this. And they issued this apology pretty much immediately talking about, oh, sorry, guys. (laughs) Didn't mean to piss off women of color. And we never want to abandon our community. At no point do y'all mention black women in this apology, which is why I don't particularly care for it. But... There's too many other natural hair lines out here for me to be worried about Shea Moisture. There are literally hundreds of small and large natural hair care lines. I use Oyen, and no, they don't pay me to say that, but I fucking love Oyen Handmade. You can Google them, O-Y-I-N, handmade.com. I use everything they sell because it works great on my hair. But there are so many other lines out there that you can try out that might work for yours. You don't have to 
use shea moisture or whatever the fuck else. Like, that's one thing. If you got products that you have now and you just ready to use them up and then you can move on to somebody who's not going to shit on you for <laughs> to, to make white girls happy six months from now, then you have lots and lots of options. But what pissed me off in addition to this incredibly awful ad is that Tariq Nasheed with his dumb ass got on Twitter and said because you know in the middle of of black women dragging Shea Moisture for this commercial he said so y'all don't want to boycott businesses like Asian nail shops that beat up black women or companies that support Trump but Shea Moisture is the issue I don't listen to Tariq Nasheed I actually have him blocked muted something to where I don't see his tweets unless somebody takes a screenshot and sends it to me (laughs) Uh, but Shea Moisture replied to this man and said we can't thank you enough for your loyalty and support it's wonderful people like you that keep us going strong Tariq so Tariq how (laughs) how costly were the tap dancing shoes okay that you purchased so first of all like black men who don't use Shea Moisture should just stay the fuck out of this conversation altogether but secondly how do you really feel like it's your place to tell black women oh you have no right to be angry that a brand that literally built everything they have off of your black ass support the fact that they are blatantly shitting on y'all in this new commercial you don't have no right to be mad about that you just mad at Shea Moisture and the whole there's better things to be worried about argument well I can walk and chew gum at the same time you dumb bitch that's not going to I can be mad at Shea Moisture and mad about Trump and mad about black women getting beat up in the, like I can be mad about lots of things at once it's not like my anger has to be directed towards anyone individual or corporation at any given time like i'm quite capable of being mad at multiple and right now i'm mad at shea moisture because stew on that for a second like i don't know how many times we have to tell niggas like right i i can be pissed about this and express how i'm pissed about it and why and it doesn't mean I am not also pissed right. and active about my pissedom or my pissedivity. Yes. In those places too. Like just you might be dumb. Right. And you may feel like because you are so dumb, you're incapable of doing <laughs> these things, but don't speak for me. Like, right. I know I'm good. So it was just a really shitty commercial and it just made me think about how black women this always happens to us like there's always somebody who seems like they're down for us or with us in the beginning and then somebody sells Mm -hmm. to white people and the next thing you know everybody in charge of your marketing and promotions and everything everybody in charge of your company is all of a sudden white and they're thinking of what would i like to see in my hair care commercial so let's put a mixed girl in the beginning and then make this all about white women some white people came and gave them or showed them a couple of zeros and said we can turn this into (laughs) you know uh, right lancome like we're supposed to (laughs) mac or like we really supposed to cry for the poor persecuted white woman who had who had straight hair all the way down her back all her life and people used to tug it. Girl, who gives a shit? And then to make things even worse, I feel like Pantene did this on purpose, but Octavia Spencer, my fave, 
tweeted just a few hours ago a commercial talking about I stand with Pantene's hashtag strong is beautiful movement to remind the world that all hair is beautiful hashtag ad and this commercial opens up with afros a dark-skinned woman with locks an older black woman with curly hair dark-skinned children with afros and nappy hair and the commercial is full of dark-skinned black women with varying hair textures and if Pantene the whitest of the white can do it (laughs) why the fuck couldn't Shea Moisture I haven't used Pantene Pantene did come out with a relaxing natural line long time ago it was the first natural hair care line that I can remember a major corporation putting in stores and I loved it probably still today that that conditioner is probably still everything but if even Pantene realizes that if we're gonna do a all hair is beautiful ad we we should should show the hair right we should show the hair that people get shitted on for having like this is black women of varying skin tones but a very noticeable lack of light skinned girls with the loose hair that we see all the time and instead brown skinned girls with afros and dark skinned girls with different hair textures and what's wrong with that why can't we just why can't we show this is exactly what I was talking about earlier this type of representation is so important little dark skinned black girls need to see shit like this so they can know that their hair is gorgeous too and you don't have to have Zendaya hair to be natural like you can have your natural hair the hair that that God gave you. But there's nothing wrong with Zendaya's fucking no, hair. Of it's like not. when you say that <laughs> you're shitting on light skinned people or you're shitting on whatever else. It's not, that's not what it's about. It's about the fact that it's great and it is important and necessary to see these types of things yeah. in these ads and places like that for exactly what you're talking yes, about. Yes, for that exact reason because it's important for us to see ourselves reflected in our media. Absolutely. And so for you to turn Especially that into our shit. why would you shit on black, light skinned girls or girls with tight three hair like we have our struggles too yeah girl we do we do but it is not like the the darker skinned people or people with kinkier hair textures so stop making it about you and the fact that Shea Moisture put this thing out it just it really disappointed me because like I said I've been to plenty of events sponsored by Shea Moisture I used to get lots of samples you know I used the the dragon fruit scrubs and all that I was really with Shea Moisture but you changed up your formula. It didn't work on my hair no more. It ain't no amount of loyalty I'm going to have. If your products don't work on my hair, I'm not buying them. Right. So, you know, if Shea Moisture still works for you and you still want to support them, great. I'm not even telling you that you have to boycott them or don't go get their BOGO no more or whatever else. But you can't be surprised when you cut black women out of your advertising and in return, black women cut you out of our budgets. And that's it. I'm Simple done. and clean. I'm done. Well... Uh, I think that my portion will probably be short. Um, I just want to say that. Uh, so I'm going to have me another Sherry's Berry. I mean, there's <laughs> simply what? This will be two left now? <laughs> Damn near a dozen. No, it is a dozen. Oh, is it? Yes, it's a dozen. No, not anymore. And Chris took one. So we ate nine. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, um... <laughs> okay, so I haven't really been watching Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Um, past, like, the... Okay, so what I've been doing is I will get on, like, Mr. World Premiere, and I'll watch <laughs> <laughs> the last five minutes of each episode, because the last five minutes is where usually the most interesting thing happens in the episode. And then I'll see the preview for the next week's episode to see the five minutes for... 
the last part of the next episode. <laughs> so really, I just feel like everything I would need to see in Love and Hip Hop is mm-hmm. in the last five minutes. But I don't watch it live. I've, I just can't. <laughs> I can't do it. It's just too much of a commitment. And I feel like I can feel myself dying mm-hmm. while I'm watching it. Um, so during the last uh, episode, or what I caught of it, Ooh. I don't really remember what was happening in that last scene. I think somebody was fighting over young Jock. Like, I'm supposed to believe anybody <laughs> would do that. Oh, it's Tommy and Carly Red. Like, please. Young Jock has like a bouffant. Young Jock is standing here with this Johnny Bravo ass nigga hair. I can't like sure. And making fun of himself for it. I don't know if you caught his little comedy routine. Yeah, sure. She's just a riot. (laughs) Um, But in the preview for next week's episode, (laughs) which is apparently called Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, like Jocelyn's special delivery or some crazy shit. On a list of things that I will never, ever be partaking in, Mm. watching Jocelyn Hernandez give birth (laughs) on national television is sitting at least in top three. So, no to that immediately. (laughs) But one thing that really pushed me over the edge in the preview was her... Jocelyn in a pregnant lady negligee Laid off in bed. Oh God! With, that- with Miss Nikki, oh! baby, like they were about to get it on. That was gross. <laughs> on some lesbian shit while she's pregnant in bed. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with lesbian sex. There's nothing long wrong with pregnant sex. There's nothing wrong with lesbian pregnant sex. <laughs> I'm not here to judge anybody. What I will say is, <laughs> what with that racist ass cartoon with the I want to sing an owl. Remember his daddy used to always say, enough is too much. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel. Enough yeah. is too, I'm tired. Like at, My question, at what point are we black people going to say, all right, Mona. (laughs) We gave you a long run. Each one of these seasons, I mean, each one of these different cities or whatever has to be in like at least their third or fourth season, each one. So we have given Mona lots of attention. We've given these people lots of, I feel it's just, it's going too far. I didn't need to see Jocelyn with her huge belly sitting underneath those huge tits, getting ready to be straddled by another woman with huge, uh, huge ass and tits. And like, I don't need it. It's too much. It's just crossing too many lines and boundaries that I just, there's always going to be a place for trash TV. But I just feel like they're getting away with too much. We've given her so many years, so much money, so much attention. And I feel like when are we going to say, okay, this is enough. Love and hip hop can go away now. I don't feel like we there'll be plenty of other things to watch. There's loads of other trashy things to see on TV. Mona can do other things. Make a scripted show or something the fuck else. I just feel like we are giving these people this like inflated sense of self. All of these people who don't do anything or provide anything at all to society, but their own ridiculous ass business are then going around and acting like they the shit and 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 constantly looking for some mess to be in and having all sorts of kids feeling like well fuck college i could just go and <laughs> yeah. be on vh1 and pretend that i'm gay or whatever and get a check mona pay my bills like 
And then when you th- look at the history of people who have done trashy reality shows, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, even the 90s, and all of that shit before Love and Hip Hop, and where, where are they now? Where are they now? You know what I'm saying? Probably fighting to get on some other new reality show so that they can once again sell some hair or some shoes or a tank top or blaze hers or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I remember the blaze hers. It's just enough. (laughs) Like, I'm so, it's just, it's embarrassing. And I hate to be one of those girls who's just like, look, it makes us look like blah, blah, blah. Because I'm a firm believer in, bitch, you don't represent me. And I'll scream to the fucking mountaintops, all these white people, bitch, that's not me. I just think it's funny, too. But it's not even fun anymore. Everything is set up so poorly and just extra dramatic. People still throwing drinks at each other. It's just dumb. Like, can we stop now? Is I guess I'm the only person who's been tired because mm-hmm. people are still talking to me like, bitch, it's just you. Like, I'm having a great time. I mean, Love and Hip Hop is so great. Love and Hip Hop, well, if Love and Hip Hop die tomorrow, they'll just replace it with something else that's trashy. It's not just that the show is trashy. It's as trashy as it is and that it has been going on for so long and it's like they're trying to amp up the trashiness as like per season like they keep putting out these Fast and the Furious movies and trying to figure out what else they can drive a car off of or what else they can blow up with a car and all that it's like I feel like that's what Love and Hip Hop is doing like who else can Carly Rae pretend to have sex with her (laughs) what else can we do with uh, uh, tub of styling gel and Young Jock's head and what else can we do with with uh, with Ray J's uh, upper lip or whatever like you like it's just I don't know. It's just so absurd and it is embarrassing and I'm just tired. It's dumb. Can we put something else on TV, please? That's just it. I'm just, I never needed to see Jocelyn pushing out a baby in a kiddie pool in her house or whatever. But I damn sure mm. didn't need her to see her doing some old weird gay shit while she's pregnant. Yeah, no, thank you. Mm-mm. No, because I, I still think it. she looks like Roger from American Dad, and I also don't find Miss Nikki Baby to be oh. all the way there facially either. No, she's so not. it's just I don't need that. You talking about the same franchise that had uh, Mama D laid up in bed <laughs> with her old ass husband talking about their motherfucking sex life and you had the fucking Blaze hers and you had Lyrica Anderson and her fucking mama fighting somebody else's fucking mama and we can take it all the way back to Physicotic. It's just every like wow. And now Tommy fighting her mama and everybody else, her demons. You got some girl over here fighting somebody about Sleeping her. Sleeping with her boss's her husband. Her boss's husband. And you've got this Asian woman with these long nails. Yeah, this like, Asian Cardi B that's not going, she's not going to curl over. Hyping up these Asian stereotypes. Like every time I would hear her do the little... Um, stereotypical Asian girl in a nail shop voice and I'm like maybe you can do that because you are Asian right. and you do two nails but it's just like do you want to be that like girl Asian people are annoyed by those people they have to be like <laughs> I was reading a Pearl Cleage book and she said she was talking to Asian people and some Latinos and somebody else and she said I realized every ethnic group 
has their Uncle Toms. <laughs> Everybody has their Oreos. Every Everybody has their ones that will turn on one. the stereotypes for white people or for a check. And just the same way that white people will laugh their fucking asses off when niggas start nigging. I'm sure it's black people, Latina people, whatever, mm-hmm. sitting behind them cameras and hyping that girl up yeah. to do all of that shit because they think that it's funny. And loads of people probably sitting at home thinking it's funny too. I don't. Like, I love trashy TV, but it, it has to be something wrong, in my opinion, for me to be like, okay, no more, please. Like, I can't. You talk about somebody who I'm, Bad Girls Club is done. Amen. Because they're apparently oxygen is dead and uh, they're turning it into like a true crime network. Or oh, okay. So I never have to hear about Bad Girls Club anymore. It was fun. I watched many seasons <laughs> of these crazy young women beating the shit out of each other for no reason. Yeah. And I was entertained. And sometimes <laughs> ashamed of myself for liking it as much as I did. But I'm glad to see it. It's gone. I feel like we'll be better for it. And they'll just replace it with something else that's trashy fine. Mm-hmm. I just feel like love and hip hop is like, it's lived its life, is what I'm saying. I'm ready for it to go away. I just feel like it doesn't do anything but provide the world with trash and a whole bunch of pretentious people that don't do anything but hope to get booked for a club party that nobody is really going to. Or yeah. no, go, not going to to see you. I mean, I think you have a great point. I mean, but I'd I be watching it. I do. I really don't know how. I don't. It's not fun. It isn't because if I can't believe... See, okay. Black Ink Crew is just... So they have a token Asian on that show too. Yes, they do. (laughs) They do. But I feel like the reason I can get through an episode of Black Ink Crew is because I don't feel like all of that shit is set up and all of these people are meeting each other for the first time asking like they've been best friends and like yeah I don't no, they do like know each other I you know you put this person in this scene like that Asian girl is just best friends with Jocelyn and like oh yeah I really wanted this girl to yeah, come and be no. my video no everything about it is set up and scripted and that ain't fun when this girl got pepper sprayed by Duchess <laughs> or whatever like <laughs> Duchess really wanted to do that and she's actually a horrible person for doing that and when that girl looks in the camera and said she's a dead bitch I believe that she probably really <laughs> wanted for Duchess to die like I don't feel that way about Love and Hip Hop yeah, it feels true. like Jerry Springer like how people will sign up to go on Jerry Springer just to be on there and pretend that they hate each other and fight and do all of that stuff yeah. and after a while you could tell but nobody cared because at the end of the show some girl's gonna show her titties and get some beads to go home <laughs> that's how I feel about Love and Hip Hop it was better when it was that real. is not fun yeah it's like watching wrestling I can't watch wrestling because it's too fake to me. Like it's orchestrated and and clearly like a dance. It's not but a even real thing. at least with wrestling, and I agree with you, but at least with wrestling, them motherfuckers have to work out. They have to train. They have to be in a physical shape to do the shit that so they it's do. The fact that these people just show up. They have to work. They have they that is a job. Yeah. Like poor acting or not, scripts or not, <laughs> and you cannot watch it. I don't watch it for the same reason. Yeah. But I will give them the fact that they actually have to be like they have to take that shit seriously or they will not work. Period. Mm. You can be any old person in Atlanta who know the right person and is willing to tell all your business and loose yourself of your pride and shame and Mona will probably give you a shot on that fucking show to act a goddamn fool. That's true. I think it's fool. Like, at, I'm tired at this point. And I just feel like, what is it? What are, what are they going to show? What What's next? Mm-hmm. If they're going to just do all of this craziness, it's just like, 
it, like they look for the next crazy thing to do. Remember when they had the 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 trans girl on Atlanta, whatever. Oh yeah, every, they just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Every scene she was in was about her being trans and somebody having a problem with it. Like mm-hmm. couldn't just follow her being a normal girl, you know, and her everyday, you know, life alongside that. It was yeah. like they specifically got her and put her on the show yep. to be like, she's trans, everybody. Look, we got a trans girl on the show and some people don't like it. <gasps> Drama. Like, girl, what? Right. She a person. If like, we knew who she was before many of these bitches who've been on this show. Right. So it's just... Trans people have whole lives that don't revolve like I mean of course being trans is a big part of it but they have other shit going on right like I would have liked to see that's what separates a character from a token thank you exactly and I feel like that's all that the show is now and I understand it's fun for a lot of people and I get that and I was just like okay I'm just not gonna watch it then or I'm just gonna watch the last five minutes so I can see the best fight (laughs) (laughs) then I will turn it off and I will not watch it on TV and I'm not live tweeting it anymore Unless it's the reunion, because everybody watches every reunion. Right. Even if you watch I mean, the show. There's going to be a fight. I'll be watching, like, the reunion of Southern Charm and whatever, right. fucking, like, Below Deck. Because it's a Shows great I've way to find watched. out if you would like the show. Exactly. It is a great way to find out whether this is a show you'd watch. So, I mean, I'm not telling anybody, you know, to boycott or whatever. I understand that it's fun for a lot of y'all. I'm just saying, if watching pregnant Jocelyn getting ready to have gay sex... <laughs> isn't enough for you to question how much more you can tolerate then I just I would love to know what is because we've pretty much seen it all at this point I'm so tired of loving hip hop I don't even want to watch them fake kiss like I'm ready for the I want to see some of the more expectant mother scenes like going to Lamaze class or like the I don't really want to see the baby come out but just being in the pool and focusing on breathing and all that type of stuff like that is really interesting to me as somebody who wants to have kids but yeah the rest of it is like it's not even I that don't I want watch it the cake I felt like the cake was terrible Bro, oh my god like what who oh gets those cakes who does that what? it's like you couldn't cake. let like if you knew that she wanted to have a disgusting cake of like of herself pushing a baby out of her uterus you can be like okay you can do that but we don't need to put that on tv it's like no that too what else would you like to show your labia majora or (laughs) which one would you like we're gonna tape it all i just yeah i'm just really tired of it i don't know what the fuck else it's really going to take for people to just be like okay i'm not watching this we don't need to watch this shit any fucking more and i would watch uh, specials like that because unlike many of the other things that happen on Love and Hip Hop a woman going through pregnancy giving birth what it's like the few hours before that can be interesting and it is real she really did give birth to uh, Rubber Baby Buggy Bonnie Bella whatever the child's name I don't know the child's is. name but I don't want to see Jocelyn. Like, I don't. I'm not interested in Jocelyn's delivery the same way I was not interested in Yandy's marriage. Or, or <laughs> well, Jocelyn's delivery Yandy's actually wedding. happened. <laughs> right. Um, and things like, it's just, you are doing the most with the least. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't want to see it anymore. And you're taking up slots that could be given to something that is good. Like, mm-hmm. even if it is also trashy. Like, that's yeah, there's saying. a such thing as quality garbage, and loving hip hop is not necessarily quality, but it does entertain me. So I watch it. It does. I'm sorry. I'll try to do better. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with watching. You know, we're all sheep to this. I just people. can't help it. I can't. 
I'm, I they just it. they suck me right back in every time. It's Old ass, messy ass so Carly Red. It's like I have to see what situation Carly Red is gonna insert herself into and be ridiculous and, and see, do the most with. That is that is the worst part about it to me because I never gave a fuck about Carly Red before this show. I don't never I have gave not a fuck heard about of her, her before this show. Thank you. Exactly. The thing that was supposed to pull people into love and hip hop is they had recognizable faces, people who are oh, active yeah. Yeah. in the scene. And slowly that. but surely, they just started being like, well, you don't care. As mm-hmm. long as these people will fight each other yeah. and you get to see why, that's all that it is. Think about love and hip hop. Who was on love and hip hop? That was like a name before this show, and that you actually gave a fuck about by okay. the time the well, show no, started. Well, no, you can't say that. No one name somebody on any of them besides Remy Ma, and I'll be surprised if Remy Ma continues to do love and hip hop. Uh, somebody whose name I knew and I gave a fuck about. See, had you not put the second part there, I could answer this question, but. Like it's just not too many people you care gave a about fuck about that. TV. If they had a show by themselves, you would watch it. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Not one. Not Ray J person. and Princess. <laughs> not nobody. And they don't even have interesting enough storylines for you to be like, yes, I am watching a show with Young Berg in it. But have you heard his story? <laughs> no. And it, it, what? Like, fuck out of here. This show's terrible. Have like, you heard his story? I mean, but it's true. Like, it did used to be about, like, the premise was at least, like, oh, musicians, you know, and the shit and they go through. And their love life. And now it's just anybody willing to embarrass themselves. Kind of like how Basketball Wives has no wives on it, other than Jackie Christie. <laughs> if you call it that. I mean, she is at least married, unlike the rest of them. But Doug is simply afraid to be murdered in his sleep. And you know... Listen, Who marriage by fear, is crazy. still marriage. And now you got girls on here talking about, oh, I'm such and such as baby mama. Or I used to text this nigga. And I'm not even ashamed of it because I needed somebody. He threw it at me. I used to uh, date uh, a nigga. Uh, <laughs> I talk with their athlete. fucking hands up next to their ears, the whole confessional. I'm just, <laughs> I'm tired. Like, oh, man. Please. It's not even the trashiness. Like, yes, that's bad. But like, that's the whole reason many people watch TV, scripted or otherwise. Like everything, like scandal pretty much is loving hip hop. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I get that that is what draws people in. I'm just ready for a change of pace. It's it's trashy, but it's also campy. Like, it's just bad yeah, to it me, is. and I'm tired. And Jocelyn's cake and her pregnant pussy getting ready to be snacked Yikes! on by another woman on TV was just the drawing point. That woman. That was the drawing point. Right. I don't want to see those two have sex, Ugh. pregnant or not. I don't want to see y'all having sex with each other at all. Ugh, sorry if that's you shaming, but no, gross. This is another time that I said this would have been short and it wasn't. Uh, no, you lie about that all the time. I do, whatever. But point is, I just, I'm ready to never see Love and Hip Hop ever again. And I know that it's, you know, fuck me apparently because they're in Miami, apparently ruining my whole entire history. <laughs> oh, damn. So Sorry to hear that, friend. That wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Thanks again to Dear White People, the new Netflix original series for supporting today's show. It's based on Justin Simeon's 2014 movie of the same name set at an Ivy League school where racial tensions are often swept under the rug. Tune in to Dear White People. Classes begin streaming April 28th only on Netflix. Check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at thisistheread. Um, you can go to shop the read. It's shoptheread.com, right? Yeah, shoptheread.com for merchandise. Oh, thanks. I got a 420 hat. 
which is green and says the read 420 on it just in case you didn't think we were obsessed with marijuana. I mean, so. I just like it a little bit. <laughs> you could go to shoptheread.com. I think most of the other stuff is sold out right now, but there's some 420 merch up. Kipir, you have any uh, news this week? Thank you to everyone in Chicago and Seattle for coming out to the First Thoughts live shows. And uh, great apologies to those of you in Seattle who could not get in. Apparently, the show was oversold. Uh-uh. But you should have been refunded. And apparently, uh, my manager and some people gave out a ton of merch to some people who weren't able to get in. And I will be back in Seattle as soon as possible. So I will make that up to y'all because I don't like to be a dick, although it is not my damn fault. But I will be back because I actually had a really, really great time in Seattle with that show. The crowd was so great. And so I would love to do that again. And Dope. I was able to walk into a dispensary for the first time in my life and buy <laughs> whatever I wanted right here in the United States of America. Yeah, thanks for the gifts. So, oh. <laughs> No just problem. Such a blessing. I think that I may just sneak away to Seattle one day, not for any reason, but I'm just going to get to like go. a hotel and then just stock up. Yeah. And just, you know, that's then, it. yeah, just go back home. That's actually so. totally fine. You could just make a whole weekend out of it and just get high and spend a couple days. Can and... you walk into a dispensary in Denver? I think so. I think so. How much closer is Colorado? I don't know. Much. <laughs> Colorado is not all the way over on the West Coast like Seattle is. It's like Central. Yeah. Okay. Colorado's not too far from, well, I say not too far from Oklahoma. People from flyover states feel like you can drive six or seven hours and that's not too far. So (laughs) (laughs) we have a totally different concept of what is too far to drive. That was always ridiculous to me because being from Miami, like that state, you have to drive like 13 hours just to get out of it. Right. (laughs) So that's like Texas. All my family being in Texas, like you could literally drive for a day across Texas and still still be be in Texas. Texas. Like even just going north to south, like San Antonio to Dallas, like, oh. Well, pack some snacks and some water, some blankets in Pillows, case you have to sleep on the side of the road. Because, <laughs> because you're going to need a nap. Like, it's just a lot of fucking driving involved. So, but that's so, yes. dope. Shout out to y'all. Um, and I get me a little break. Shout out to all of you lovely ladies that aren't Jocelyn and Miss Nikki Baby or that other little new stud. That will be at uh, Sweetie And the gag is, they probably will be. Well, Jocelyn's not going <laughs> Jocelyn. to be, and Homegirl's not going to be either. But home, the other Melissa? Girl, yes, the one that Mimi and Arian was apparently yeah. are going at Arguing over a little over. bit or whatever. Because her and Arian used to fuck around a long time ago, and they didn't tell Mimi, and Mimi found out. Well, I love Arian. I've actually known Arian since before Love yeah. Hip Hop or whatever, and I see her there all the time, so I won't be surprised if she's there. I I'll be there. The other girl either. Are you coming? I'm really coming. Are you? Yeah. Yes. You bought a ticket. I bought a ticket and I have a hotel room. So you're actually going to Sweet yes, Heat? Yes, I'm actually going to Sweet Heat. Magic. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Well, because sure, you girl. told me it was the anniversary. I'm like, it's if I'm going to go, I have to year. go this year. It was like Beyonce and being in the pit. Absolutely. So <laughs> shout out to, to my girl Dimples. I can't wait. Congratulations. I'm so excited to be home and to go and be ghetto. and Man, I'm ready stands. to see titties and eat chicken. I am. There will be no shortage of either. <laughs> <laughs> So ready. Both will be everywhere. I am not coming to find a boo. Breasts and thighs. <laughs> just so y'all know, please do not. It is not that type of situation. I'm just coming to have Somebody fun. Might change your mind. I mean, you never know. You never know. Because I've heard Sweet Heat is a magical weekend. But it can be. I 
know a girl up here who said she wanted to go to Sweet Heat and her girlfriend was like, I don't think so. No, not alone or with your friends. But see, that's the, you already know how y'all do. Like, (laughs) couples be down, be there down and not affected at all because girls, like, gay women, I won't speak for all of y'all because I know a couple of you lesbians will be like, bitch, please, you don't know such and such. But a lot of y'all be coming out. They be at Sweet Heat with matching outfits for each night and been together. And it's not like no honeymoon phase. They be like, oh, this is my wife. We've been together for 18 years. Yeah, no. (laughs) And we just, we do this. We come to Sweet Heat and we find a girl to to share the weekend with and then we go home. (laughs) Every year. And then you got the girls who are single and stay ready to mingle. It's just fun. Like, it's a really good time. I would go to Sweet Heat a million times before I go to one gay boy pride. But whatever. Oh, no sizzle for you this year? No sizzle for me any year. They're going to have to book you. Boys are less fun. Like, gay boys are way more like side eye, side eye. I have this on. This is the the shoe that I boosted or whatever. It's just like, like, it's just (laughs) about being seen. The girls are like, I took off this amount of days. I'm here to party. Asante is coming too. Oh, my God. So it's going to be just a weekend of ladies and, and homosexuals having a good time. You know, I feel like that will actually be so fun because the, the threat of, like, any sort of risk coming from straight men is as low as possible. They are, like, they're a sprinkle. Yeah. Their presence is... Because you have, like, a, the couple of studs who got the straight nigga friend who feels like he can come and turn one of these girls out oh, or Lord. find to buy a girl to take home. And it's a magical I mean, experience because you get to sit there and watch him get curved... <laughs> 500 over times in a over. row like they'll be looking at him like do you know what do this you know where you is? are like, <laughs> I'm actually here to find some pussies so like, no I don't I don't sorry friends. dicks are everywhere like I'm here for a reason <laughs> get out of my face oh uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it it sounds fun great so if you're there we'll see you there and okay. I feel like that's about it yeah we have been in the studio forever and there's a blackish doubleheader tonight Holy so I need to get home balls and I just caught up with that horrible Chris Brown cameo oh no so I've been avoiding that one huh anyway do we have an acronym this week the acronym this week is T-P-O T-L. Technically, it could just be like T-P-L, but it's T-P-O-T-L. T-P-O-T-L. I forgot what you said. It could technically be true pimps offer true love. That sounds like the title of a really great book. Thank you so much. I've been <laughs> I've been thinking about it for my own. Um, It's The Plight of the Light. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Lord, now you're going to get a bunch of mad-ass Oh, my tweets. gosh, we're joking. Do you know how many light-skinned niggas I don't... Let me be quiet. Y'all are fine. We'll see y'all next week. 